I'm, I'm, I'm too, I'm too, uh, vibey after this song to, like, make an intro. Showed up on my um, on my uh, you know some of my my customized mixes that update every week, so I was going through some of them, and you know so, and they gave me some random rock choices and all that kind of shit. So Billy Squire learned how to live. Uh, pretty much my fucking anthem right now, you know. I, I'm more I'm more I, I, if I go outside of hip hop, I go to the old songs. I wish I could actually keep up with like what's current with pop and all that kind of shit in general. So maybe I'm missing out on other shit too, you know what I mean? Maybe by the deep cuts. But... Song. This was a good one too, Horn. This is my sticks. song too.
good song. you probably heard me obviously I'm always you know this is like when I'm uh, around too much social energy and you're kind of used to kind of being, being alone it's kind of like when I, uh you know like sometimes I'm not really um like I don't think I'm loud or any of that but I just think like whenever I speak there's like you know an energy that comes from me that fucking makes people go you know calm down a little bit you know what I mean but you know but sometimes I don't fucking realize it. But at the same time, when I'm taking too much energy in, it gets too much for you. And then you uh, have residual fucking, you know, PTSD from fucking, you know, comments. You know what I mean? And then the comments fucking, you know, accumulate from past comments. You know what I mean? And then, see, and then there's like, okay, there's, uh, you know, a little bit of happiness when the come down of the fucking irrationality fucking, you know, uh, you know, comes to, like, you know, a level, and then all of a sudden, what the cold, and you spend the come down of your irrationality going over at what aggressive level your irrationality fucking went. So then you analyze that shit. At least I, that's how I fucking do it. You know what I mean? I try to fucking, you know, get ahead of my... That's why I went on the... I went on, like, you know, a couple of fucking different rants, because I know how my mental illness will be, because it will fucking get worse, and then I fucking start going off on different fucking things, even when I'm, like, you know, in the come down right now, that I'm gonna remember the fucking, you know, just the overall fucking, you know, it, it, it's, it's more, it's more about, um, like, you know, everyone on social media is playing fucking characters, and it's like now, every time there's a social setting, in general, like, I see it from fucking, People, what videos people post online and all that kind of stuff, and then even in my own fucking circle, sometimes uh, it fucking becomes you know a little too much because it doesn't even real. It, it doesn't feel like I'm interacting with fucking humans. It's just like, am I interacting with a version? You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? And I, and I, and I, and, I, and I, because I've seen that too much, too much, too much time, I just check out. You know what I mean? And I'm not really that fun to be around. 
know what I mean? And, you know, I'm just... I come on here and I fucking rant. And then, you know, they'll probably listen to it secretly or some shit and make judgments about how I came off and all that shit. But, you know, this is my fucking space to, you know, vent out a little bit. Because, again, whenever I go on irrational fucking rants, you know, at least I'm fucking analyzing it, you know. Some people do irrational fucking things, and then they expect you to forgive them. And because they have, you know, more fucking, you know, you know, they can conceal their fucking irrationalities in what they pull because they have fucking power or have connections to make shit inconvenient for you. So they'll go to the... So I feel people go to that fucking route. Because they, you know... they People will pretend that beating the fuck out of somebody is like... That's the ultimate public humiliation. But, like, you know... It doesn't mean that they aren't getting aggressive towards you behind the fucking scenes. You know what I mean? And when your fucking mind goes that way and it's been that way for the last fucking 13 years... You know what I mean? Any type of fucking slightful backhanded com- uh, you know, comment... You know then gets me fucking going, you know what I mean? Because then I'm not going to say anything there because people don't want drama around, whatever. But then, like, you know, they'll push people to, like, react that fucking way. So it's like you're inviting it, but then you're going to pretend like you don't fucking want it, you know what I mean? So then I fucking then have to, you know, hold it in, and then I go fucking write about it in my fucking, you know, my little fucking notepad, whatever. And then I fucking, you know, come on here, and then I try to fucking dissect it. People are not going to be happy with what you fucking say. It's not the most entertaining thing. Because I'm not fucking, you know, doing the lowbrow fucking shit. Because, I mean, when people surround themselves with people that do the lowbrow shit with, like, you know, no fucking conscience whatsoever. And they want to control the narrative of what is considered funny and what is considered the cool fucking thing. Me fucking talking about mental illness and going over my fucking shit. Because I try to fucking at least try to get better from it. Even though it's, like, it's impossible. But when you you know have other mentally ill people who are not getting fucking help. Or seemingly not getting help. And think because they have a nicer aesthetic that, you know, that they're better than me. Like, knowing what kind of rants I go on. And because anything that's on the surface, whatever I'm around, like things are set on purpose, whether I don't know if it's like a test like to like kind of like, you know, make me fucking more fucking depressed that more people I might fucking know are going more in an aggressive fucking style. Or is it just like a way for me to like, you know, busy push my buttons because I'm against that kind of fucking humor or something. Not a humor per se, but I mean, they'll just people will disguise it as humor, but. It's really like these little fucking jabs, really. You know what I mean? Like, when I, you know, when people fucking randomly tell me that, you know, Candace Owens is hot, it's like, okay, what do you want me to fucking do with it? It's like, all it tells me is that you've been seduced by an agent for white supremacy, for the Christian fundamentalism, and, you know, you're, you're telling me you're blinded by her fucking beauty. I mean, okay, well, go ahead, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm, see, again, like, I don't have the nice aesthetic, but... I like to think that it's an accomplishment not to be sucked in by that. Sure, I might make fucking horny comments, but I wouldn't really fuck with anyone who's on that fucking side, really. I don't really care how hot they are. And it's not like I'm looking for anything anyways, you know what I mean? I think, you know, with the way that, you know, the uh, the, the relationship discourse goes on with different um, sports entertainers online and all that, people just, you know, 
people will organize controversies or like you know higher powers will fucking initiate one one of the other parties one to be the you know the abuser one to be the thing like i i know how fucking the game fucking works so i'd rather not fucking mess around with that type of shit So yeah, so when I so so when you see I don't know when, when, when you fucking think when, when the correlation between the online personas and how it seeps out into like the social life, not with every not with every single fucking person, but like, you know what I mean when it like it, it, you know when it dominates you know the social setting and all that type of shit. You know what I mean? It you know it makes you realize that like everybody just has a you know everyone wants to be like the fucking per- everyone wants to be a personality essentially. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with everyone, you know, trying to do that, but it's like, if everyone's trying to become one, then, like, what does it even fucking mean, really? And maybe, and maybe I'm, like, you know, more disgusted by it. Like, I just, you know, maybe I just don't want to fucking be here with how more psychotic it will fucking get. So it fucking, you know, frustrates me. So then I, you know, I start losing my fucking mind more and more because... I see the way that, you know, and I, I get aggressive about it because it's like an overall thing of seeing where the world is going. And it's like I'm constantly trying to, being judged and pushed into that direction. And because I'm not, you know what I mean, people look down at me because I'm trying not to be corruptible, you know, like I'm trying my fucking best. Even though they've tried, like people have tried their hardest. Like if if like you know what I mean like like mean that like in in the past I'll be I'll be like if I if I say something supportive of Israel uh, no Palestine, and kind of like you know, maybe because like the 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 source that I'm citing, might not be you know the you know might not be the most pure, or something like that. So then you know I get judged and be like oh I'm going to the anti-Semitism route, but then like you know like telling me like you know random fucking things that you're. Like, oh, 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 you know, showing support for, like, fucking evil billionaires or, or, like, supporting fucking, you know, this Christian fundamentalism, whether it be Kanye or Candace Owens or some shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of, uh, I, I can see people, like, you know, now going, or, or, or they want to perpetuate going more into the right-wing fucking direction, because that's the easy side to go with. The side of fucking fascism, see, all, all it takes is a fucking sniff, and because I didn't want to go that route. Well, you know, and and then people don't want to be judged for it. It's like, well, if you're going to fucking hurt people along the way and, and uh, partake in that, yeah, you should be fucking judged. And if you if, if you want to be a fucking, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a player in this fucking world, yeah, you, you, you're going to be judged if you do some fucking evil fucking shit. Or if you defend fucking evil shit. Like, I know there's more, there's more, like, duality and all that kind of shit that exists. It's fucking a gray area because... It's like they want you to know all these fucking billionaires are fucking, you know, scummy fucking people. So it's like part of it is like they know they got to play the fucking heel, even though like all the fucking shit they've done is pro- like probably the, like them being initiated 
But then they became the abusive fucking people, and then they fucking initiated a whole generation of fucking people to bend the knee to them. And it's fucking disappointing to fucking see how people will fucking, you know, compromise their morals because they want to be have a nice aesthetic of being around celebrities and all that type of shit. And, and you know what I mean? And, 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 and the worst part is, like, I'll be the one who gets fucking judged for, for my aesthetic while, like, people internally are becoming fucking worse fucking people and yet I'm judged for, you know, f- for not being fucking, you know, the liberal fucking, you know, the, the, the liberal elitist that everyone else seems to fucking be now. I don't know. Or if I have, like, you know, a fucking, you know, if, if, if I have, like, 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 these, like, these are things that I gotta put out there, so if, like, people are, or people I know or anyone's listening, it's like, yeah, you can probably listen to what I'm saying, get mad, and then double down next time, you know, like, there's interaction going on, or, like, you know, maybe take some of my fucking, you know, my concern or mental illness a little bit more fucking seriously instead, I mean, a lot of people are just blinded by the fucking hatred of me, and that's fine, too, I guess, I don't know, you know. It is what it is. I don't know. I just fuck. I just lose my fucking mind a little bit with that shit. This is why, and this is why I can't really be social for that fucking long. I gotta, you know, it just there's it, too much fucking to take in, you know. And I, and I feel like under the circumstance of a, of a good time that you know this is when people are selling me on an angle or something like that. You know what I mean? And sometimes I just don't want to fucking you know. It's like, because like everything in our lives, whether it's entertainment, whether whether it's like you know other public figures and all that kind of stuff, like these, like they fucking do manipulate a fucking shit, and they build cults off it, and then you can't fucking really call it out because you're like, oh no, everyone's free spirited, blah blah blah, but it's like no, everyone is a fucking in a cult essentially, and then you see like you know manipulative behavior on smaller levels and all that type of stuff, and you're like, yeah, at the end of the day, everyone who wants to climb up in the system. Just wants to manipulate a fucking narrative, or manipulate people, manipulate people who you know who they see as a fucking threat, because you know someone might not fucking think like them. Like I understand, like it's a capitalistic fucking world, but do I have to fucking like, like love the idea of fucking capitalism? Like I, like I, you know, I can't, I can't even show disgust for that, or you know. Me because I know what kind of fucking you know what kind of evil fucking shit it does as well. I'm not saying people can't use it for the sake of fucking good and take advantage of it. Which is what you kind of hope for with factions going on and all that. It's because also at the same time, it's February, it's a bad month for my fucking, you know, my seasonal depression that goes, like, during this time, it's very, it's very, like, you know, I'm very high-strung during this time. You know what I mean? Like, I would like to feel a little bit more better when, like, you know, the sun's out more. Today was like a fucking, you know, I went out for grocery shopping and all that type of shit. And, you know, um... You know, um, I don't know. And then sometimes you have these irrational fucking thoughts and it's like you really can't go to anyone to talk to, really. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's no one really safe to fucking talk to, really, about about it. So, all I get, all I get left with is a fucking podcast, or that maybe, you know, maybe a couple people might listen to. Not the most all the time, I get it. There's a lot of fucking podcasts out there, you know what I mean? And also, you know, maybe you don't find my brand of uh, podcasting fucking the best, you know? It's not always jokes and all that type of stuff, but... Try to come at it from a different fucking angle. I, I mean, everyone else is just playing. Everyone else is up, upping the fucking, you know, how much shock jock shit you can fucking do. Like, there's no shortage of it. But if that puts a hinder on, like, you know, my audience, I guess. I don't, you know, what am I supposed to fucking do? If people really want to listen, people can fucking listen, you know. I think some people listen, they don't want to admit they listen because, you know, they're going to be giving me fucking credit. I don't think, it, you know, I think the more the more of these that I do, it gets a little bit fucking, you know, anger because it's like one more fucking podcast that I did on my own, whether it was a good one or whether it was a bad one. But it's, you know, it's more about my fucking getting my mental illness out there. You know what I mean? I can't fucking, like, you know what I mean? Like, I've debated on fucking, like, maybe having a co-host or whatever and all that, whatever. But at the same fucking time, it's like, I go my own fucking speed, you know? And it's not that I won't have fucking guests on all that, but it's just I can't always fucking have interaction because I'd rather just fucking, you know, go off. And again, it's not like everything that I say is 100% fucking, you know, a fact or whatever. I always say this is my fucking opinion. I'm not saying that. It's just when, when you have debates, it's like people already are not going to budge off their fucking um, their stance. And it's more about theatrical to like their side, essentially. Or people that agree with them. So it's like, just go do that on your fucking own then, you know, if, if, you know, if that's the fucking case. Because, what, they're just going to create more fucking professional wrestling fucking level of, like, you know, jabs and insults. So then you can sneak out a fucking elitist a comment toward me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really have time for that, you know what I mean? There's people that are just solely want to be designed to fucking oppose you in every sense of the fucking way. Even if it starts out with them being kind of on your side a little bit. And I'm sorry, I don't fucking, I, I don't fuck with that. Like, I'm not a fun fucking guy in that fucking regard, so don't use me or my fucking name to fucking, you know, build your fucking self up when, when people don't even have the respect to fucking show me, you know, people need me around for some odd reason. Because I'm fucking what, crucial to the fucking game, but just not right now, I guess, when... I don't know what my fucking use is. They already fucking pre-planned it, probably. And then, and sometimes you know, you with a cold, you 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 get irrational, and you, and you are you know, and then and then my head fucking gets intertwined with uh, going into future scenarios, like I'm actually in the fucking scenario. It's like I'm actually like you know, I, mean? I can't really explain. It. It's like my mind automatically shuts down, and then I'm in this fucking future scenario where it's like where the the worst is fucking playing out. So then it's like I already fucking experienced that shit. So. That's, like, the best way I can fucking explain it when you're... Fuck- and then also, at the same time, every emotion goes through you within a fucking two-minute fucking loop all the time. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know, like, in what state you're going to be in fucking in ten minutes because, you know, your thoughts fucking, you know, scatter around, whatever. 
I become, you know, and, and then that's, 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 you know, that's part of it, you know. I, I, try, I try to fucking give you the specifics within my mental illness and how it goes, because this is probably how it goes with a lot of fucking people. Because people don't have the source to fucking, you know, express it, because no one wants to express how their mental illness works. Like, if, if, if my irrationality takes me to an ugly fucking place, then so fucking be it, but, you know, then I'll be here to fucking also then explain it. Because some days you don't have as much fucking control over it. Especially when you're fucking building up more fucking bad energy, and then you fucking just start going off, so. At least I'm trying to fucking give you some insight on that, on my, on my mind. I know that's, like, also easy target for people that want to fucking then target me. But the thing is, is, like, I already know what kind of fucking vulture-like fucking people will do. Like, I, I already know how they operate. Like, you know, I already know how people who have bad intentions will take advantage of somebody that they deem vulnerable because what this seems like is vulnerable to them. Because, you know, the, the worst thing to a lot of people is having your fucking baggage out there. Because, again, when my baggage out there, you know what I mean? That you, you know what I mean? It's too late to fucking shut it off, basically. Everything has been out there because, you know, I needed that for, um, even if it loses me followers and stuff like that, it, it's, you know, it's for me to uh, monitor with, like, the, the amount of fucking harassment that I've fucking been feeling. And sometimes it, done, it dies it down, but then they'll come back with, like, more force to, you know, put more fucking fear and paranoia into me. So right now, I'm envisioning dialogue right now of what I would say to a bunch of people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so I, I just shut down right now. I didn't even know. I forgot that I was recording for like two seconds. I saw what I saw. So sometimes you have no qualms with manifesting the worst out of my head. And, you know, you don't like fucking being that fucking place. But sometimes I try to have a fucking good uh, understanding of it. If that's how it goes, I guess. I don't know. None of this makes any fucking sense. You know, and you just... And, and you look at the overall projection of the fucking world. And how, like, it just... Everything keeps imploding... And then the discourse around it is discussing the implosion that's happening. Even though, like, I think it's, like, you know, a lot of it's by fucking design. And I, I know if you're a first-time listener and you hear that, you think, oh, look, a conspiracy. I'm, I'm not a right-winger, though. Yeah, I can be, you know what I mean? I, I, I refuse to let, like, this conspiracy, like, again, I'm not saying that any of my conspiracies are right, all right? I don't know anything for a fucking fact, but I refuse to, like, because, like, there are, like, some truthful ones that, like, the right wing fucking does, even though you can recognize when they're going more to the fucking right, and they correlate a lot of the fucking past shit with current shit, that they don't tell you the game is more advanced than it ever it's ever been. 
So I refuse to, you know, be put in a fucking category of a right-wing conspiracy theorist. I don't care how much you try to fucking put that as a bad fucking thing to be conspiratorial when literally the world's fucking imploding and all we're doing is just more fucking, more fucking discourse to, like, hold them accountable by yelling at them in the most America's dumbest criminal fucking way when we could be explaining that the world is imploding and this is the direction it's going in. On the surface, it's supposed to be all falling flat. Everything, every every public figure, every fucking politician was going to say something fucking stupid. They're gonna, it's going to be taking more fucking L's. It's going to be more fucking discourse, non-fucking stop. And this is just sports entertaining our way more into this fucking world of fucked up shit going on. So right now, they're talking about military spending for these UFOs. And no one's talking about the. No, well, a seemingly thing is when whenever you say that you know no one is um, talking about shit, it's like so many people are in their little bubbles now that they wouldn't know if the mainstream media was talking about it. Just the person that you're taking leadership from is the one that. Um, you're the one that. Um, I don't know. No, so like, um, like, like, whatever leader you're taking information from, you're the one, like, you're, you're believing just his side of the, or her side of the fucking story. You don't know if the mainstream media is even covering it. But like, even if the mainstream media is not covering it, and I'm not saying they, I'm not saying they shouldn't be, I'm not saying they shouldn't be covering it, they should be. But people love to act like, because people are talking about it on alt media or online, that, Millions of people are not fucking like you know, acting like there aren't more people paying attention to the internet now than there are mainstream fucking media. So by telling you, by by constantly having these people tell you um, that the mainstream media is all this power, yeah, they they're powerful in that they get more fucking money, but they know that their role is to be watered fucking down, and a lot of their fucking material is to be used for two minute edits on Twitter for fucking viral discourse. While other people online who are pretending to be, you know, not not in the fucking system, who have their fucking platforms, will then, you know, become more, you know, oh, look, I'm, I'm more right about this situation, even though you're scripted to being fucking right. Or they'll eventually parrot your fucking talking point, because a lot of these alt-media people, they want to be those mainstream media fucking figures. Part of it is like calling it out, but they call out the obvious fucking dunks. If you want to call it out, you can talk about how they dumb it down on fucking purpose. But then, you know, that fucking, then that goes half of all, all your fucking material going off on mainstream media, fucking, you know, dunking on them nonstop. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. All I'm saying is that you act like these people aren't fucking smart. These people get money because they're fucking smart. It's not... They would love you to think that they get money for not being that fucking talented because they dumb down their fucking skills on on, on television. Everyone fucking just dumbs themselves down and becomes a parody. Why haven't people broken that fucking formula? You know. And And by the way, by having a lot of the right wingers be the one who are commenting on it, it feels like, you know, they're over, like, like I think I said yesterday, that like they're overcompensating 
a little bit because it's like they talk about Epstein files and all that kind of shit, knowing that people that they probably are associated with or take orders from are probably associated in those circles. But they somehow probably, in my personal opinion, know that those names won't be, like, those names will be redacted. And they'll give you, you know, again, I don't even know if it, like, they're stringing this fucking storyline out as much as they fucking can. And I guess they need more fucking material for their, you know, docuseries. In between dead time, is like they're planning the different production of how the narratives are supposed to fucking go because everything is, to me, with the elite and celebrities in general or, like, whatever comes a mainstream story, it's like it's either fucking scripted or it's designed to fucking go down the way it goes down. And some people think because, like, they wag their finger at the system in a really dumbed-down fucking way that because, like, I, someone like me would think that people in you know, knowing that the world's supposed to implode and go the way it's going, and going into more of a dystopian fucking future, that, like, these incidents that are happening, I might not not know the specifics, but it's to, like, either fucking, you know, establish that the world is going more fucking chaotic, and at the same time, it fucking builds up new, like, new quote-unquote, you know, like, new variants of the, of you know, of the boys, basically. You know what I mean? But, like, some are, like, some can be good or some can be bad or whatever and all that. But you become, like, you know, like, the system fucking, tr- like, picks you, the system picks you to, like, um, to be expo- to be exploited. And you might not even know it, right? Like, for example, there's a fucking shooting, a deadly, and I hope everyone's safe and all that. Another fucking shooting of, you know, in uh, Michigan State University. And, you know, what to call, like, you know, I always believe some of these more... Like, some of these ones, they get, like, I mean, there's shootings every fucking day, so I'm, so I'm not saying every single one is fucking planned, but with the ones that get focused on in the news, those ones are always fucking suspect to me, and uh, this isn't some Alex Jones saying, oh, no one fucking really died or whatever and all that, meaning that, no, it's kind of fucking worse that there'll be people who, you know, have their fucking Arkham Asylum weirdos, MK Ultra victims that they probably fucking have on standby to fucking go and do something. So the 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 more debate gets carried out about this, whenever and 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 the right wing conspiracy theorists, they think whenever this fucking happens, it's a way for fucking them to take guns away. So this helps increase the fucking gun fear. So like these things could be like you know what I mean? But people don't people want things. These are just random occurrences. They want to, you know, and again, this isn't like deflecting from the fucking, uh, the gun, the gun talk. This is like, you know, you know, like the, like the, the part of the reason is that the, 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 these people can get the fucking gun. It's so easy to get them and all that. Also, at the same time, some of these fucking people that do it always somehow have been, have been, have been fucking monitored by law enforcement or have had connections with the fucking feds or something like that. There's always something fucking weird. But at the same time, they'll promote a new sympathetic figure that they put through fucking hell. Okay, like, there's a woman who survived it, thank God. But she also survived the fucking Sandy Hook shooting when she was fucking nine. It's like the system already fucking had her, uh, it had her in their fucking hair or whatever. So that it was a cold, you know, should be put through this. Like, I'm, I'm not saying specifically, like, her, but, but like, you, you'll, you'll find more fucking, you'll find more stories, like, going on about that. And then they'll pick and choose which ones they will fucking prop up. And then, and you think they're propping them up to, like, you know, like, um, like, you know, to actually praise them. But they're going to be fodder for fucking right-wing fucking people. So then, so you'll bring the Sandy, you know what I mean? Then the right-wing people will say, the stories aren't fucking real. And, 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 the, and the thing is, like, if, if, if something isn't fucking real about it, it wouldn't surprise me either. Because everything is designed for, for it to go more to the right-wing. 
is designed for um, you know the right wing direction to go with all them being right about conspiracies because any conspiracy that gets proven right. The people just automatically go to the fucking right wing fucking people. That's why. It, that's why I'm saying you shouldn't fucking completely just denounce a conspiracy because a lot of you want to promote the craziest fucking narratives um, by bad faith fucking actors. So you basically make it seem like you know, you think yeah, like I said, that's a mainstream media tactic. But for all these you know people in the progressive fucking media. Like, if, if, if someone like Jimmy Dore fucking, you know, embraces conspiracy, he'll do it in a right-wing fucking direction. He'll go along with the fucking, you know, the, the funded conspiracy, basically. Even though, like, you know, it's more about the right-wing trajectory, basically, where, like, some of the points might be, like, you know, like, like they'll make it seem that it's under a liberal... Uh, that's why they're always pressed to name you who is the president in specific fucking times. Because it fools you to thinking that, oh, um, under, so Biden did just was worse, just did worse than Trump. But then Trump, and then they've been targeting Trump. So they make it seem like Trump's an independent fucking figure. Even though everyone that goes into that system is designed to be a fucking character. And the, and, and the final form is fucking, you know, fascism, and they need their fucking figure to bring it in. So they probably came up with a storyline, in my personal opinion at least, um, with, like, how to fucking, you know, make Trump look like, you know, accentuate all the fucking villainous things that he may have done or has done, amplify them while they ignore other fucking corrupt people to make it seem like it's a target against him so that when, like... His side feels like they should be justified in, in fucking doing whatever they're gonna fucking do. Then it'll look like you know it 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 it, it looks like you know it's actual revolution for them basically. When it'll be their fucking way of or, sports entertaining you into fucking fascism, like I've been saying. That's how I fucking see it. At least I'm not saying that what I'm saying is 100 percent right. I don't know anything, you know. I'm literally, I'm literally, I'm literally someone that you know, me, unless unless you, unless you want to admit that that technology is advanced and maybe I'm communicating with someone in the dream world to kind of give me these fucking thoughts, maybe. Unless, you know what I mean? Because as far as we know, the dream world is just our subconscious, right? Even though it seems like everything in the dream world is now seeping in to the fucking real world. I don't know. And then there's protests in Israel going on, um, you know, because uh, there's a right-wing takeover of, uh, you know, Netanyahu is taking over the, the justice system overhaul going on. Some people, you know, who are protesting are not, you know, it's conservatives also, I think, protesting, you know. People that wouldn't fucking, you know, think that um, Palestinian rights are fucking anything to be concerned about. But if, like, their rights are fucking taken away, then it's the biggest travesty. And that's not to fucking generalize. I hate generalizing um, one place because of their government and some of the fucking, you know, extremists, whatever. I do believe there are fucking lefties in fucking Israel, too, who don't agree with what's going on, but their power is fucking limited against their fucking government. You know what I mean? With the cold, like I'm, all, I'm all for standing up for Palestine, but I also hate the sensationalized fucking thing about generalizing the entire fucking country. So, because like because even bad countries have fucking good fucking people. But 
because because I'll know, I'll know, I'll notice that kind because again it comes from people that say they're anti-imperialist and all that type of shit, but then at the same time they're doing an imperialistic fucking type of deal too as well, and 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 also but the and the reason why like it's so easy to get sucked up on that side of that type of shit is because like the when mainstream media or like some of the progressive fucking figures in like you know who pretend to talk about truth and all that kind of stuff, or, or people who talk about world issues on podcasting never bring up Palestine, it's like you have no choice but to go to anyone that's actually fucking talking about it. But then at the same time, some people might fucking see... Like, for example, like I didn't, I never knew much about David Duke, but, like, you know, but I heard about Richard Byrd, so I heard, like, you know, that, okay, well, Democrats are embracing him, so maybe this guy fucking, you know, um, like, gave up his fucking beliefs and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, he was talking about what, what was going on in Palestine and some of his videos that were posted on the conspiracy subreddit. Because in the 2010s, there was this, like, weird push for David Duke to, like, like, he was, like, doing media rounds with different people in the alt-media. And, and, you know what I mean? So I thought, okay, well, if, if they're welcoming him in, whatever... Like and I'm not agree with everything you say, but like he'll be, but he'll be doing videos of like what's going on with Palestine and all that kind of stuff, and going over what Israel is doing, whatever. But then he would like more and more. You'd see it. He would twist it more into like, oh, the the the, the Christians are the ones being you know persecuted as well, blah blah blah, and all that type of stuff. And then I'm not saying in certain areas in the world. Like you know, actual Christian people are you know be, are not be, like I'm, I'm acting like they're not being persecuted or any of that, but like when it comes from like you know powerful figures that are fucking saying it, you know what I mean they, they they normally fucking use that as a way to fucking justify their fundamentalism and shit. That's what it fucking seems. AOC was um, getting in a feud because she was uh, talking about um, the person who made the the, the fucking the, the G- I knew this was gonna become a discourse for the week, and of course because like she because again with the call because she's limited in what what sports what what fucking shit she can do on the surface and and guess what everyone on the surface is not gonna fucking do a fu- like they're meant to just be fucking characters. That's the ironic thing is that it's like it's like sports entertainment, but with, with like with, with playing with people's fucking lives essentially. But because she'll go off on certain things where she'll do a good baby face promo or like you know a good baby face tactic, people will then call her for not saying shit shit on other stuff like that. But this is like required of her basically to kind of counter like you know what I mean like like it's like you can't even let like like even the limited ways to counter like though know, the argument about what to call like. Like, the person who made that ad was fucking talking to, like, you know, like, basically you're accepting you to more fascism, whatever, right? By putting, like, the fascist that were, like, do, like you know, in, in the video and acting like it's like a, oh, like, it's, it's, it's okay to disagree type of deal, whatever. She's allowed to go off on that, but now everyone's going, oh, AOC hates Jesus and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean, and they, and they, and they know that what the call she's talking about the fundamentalism, but of course, because, and then because like some of the fucking post left people want to just dunk on AOC on any chance, they will still fucking help fucking the the conservatives also making fun of her and all that. Even though like in this situation she's kind of fucking right, but then I I wouldn't expect Jimmy Dore to understand because he inter- I mean, I, I'm surprised in that Jesus video they didn't have Jimmy Dore interviewing a boogaloo boy.
Just, just drive something down. Oh, I, I, I thought I jotted it down here, but you know. But it's crazy how like the world is fucking, you know, like how how they manipulate it. People wouldn't want you to know that they manipulate the world the way that it is, the way that I think that it is, because then it would basically show you that anyone's analysis. It's kind of fucking, you know, it's really benign, basically. Whenever I used to see the word benign, I used to always uh, think that, uh, whenever I saw, like, all these fucking idiots, they fucking, they, they misspelled begin and, uh, you know, and they left it in the fucking book. I don't know if the, if the secret audience... In the group chats, fucking laughed at that, or the voices in my head indicated they fucking, you know, so I may have gotten one chuckle, maybe. You know. They even gotta, like, you know, do, um,. They got to do, um, like, you know, these, like, the, the world's just naturally imploding, right? So, like, now you have a fucking, like, actual, like, you know, another gimmick to, like, the, already a fucked up thing that went on where, like, now you're finding out, like, the building codes weren't intact for some of these buildings that should have been fucking, you know, should have been fucking tended to because of corrupt fucking people. So, like, that's why it's, like, some of these buildings went down the way they did or whatever. But it's like, you know, in, in general, like, like, the stuff, like, even though we'll fucking, you know, go off about that, whatever, right? It's because, you know, because what they do is bad. But it's like, you know what's going to happen to these guys? It's just more added, you know, anger that you have that people fucking, you know, instead of just saying that, yeah, they probably fucking knew that people were going to die and they, you know, didn't really give two shits. Now we're like, have to like, make it seem like, oh, these guys, you know, they're evil and all that. But, you know, America's dumbest criminal style. You know, all, 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 all you have is, like, all these, like, you know, alt-media figures playing. You, ha- you have them playing interference for, like, real corruption shit, and then you'll fucking go off on, like, the made-up woke issue because it might cater to, you know, to, you know, some uh, some audience because they might do it in the most, you know, the most, you know, the most fucked up, like, they might do it in the most transparent and over the top fucking way where you're like, oh my god, this is fucking, this is, oh my god, it's so cringy. They do that on purpose. They don't want you to actually fucking like diversity. That's why they make it so unappealing. And that's why you don't fucking, and then they manage to get other people from the communities that they're in to then, you know, kind of see the, the conservative white side, basically. The white fucking narrative of that, you know.
without realizing it because it comes in all different forms. People fucking, you know, people go about the forced diversity in the liberal areas. How about the forced diversity within the, within the fucking, you know, white supremacist system that's going on right now? Where it's not even about just the fucking race now, it's about the ideology of it. And you've gimmicked it enough where you can fool different aesthetics in different communities to, you know, how to like, you know, side with, uh, side with, you know, fucking the conservative by using their credibility for the general fucking public. It's like everyone in the delegate, everyone in the delegations are, you know, like they might represent for their community in like, you know, a generalized fucking way. But that, you know, that's like a fucking tool some some people might use. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that they don't feel that way. I'm just saying, but when you're in the fucking game where there's fucking cutthroat shit going on, you know what I mean? That some people will use that as a gimmick to you know, manipulate more fucking support. You know what I mean? And, and you, you know what I mean? And some, and some, like, people, people will always point out when it's, a lib, when it's like a liberal version of that. And again, I'm not saying you shouldn't be pointing it out, but it's more obvious when it's a liberal version of it. And because you think that the system is promoting them, that automatically means that there aren't fucking people paid and designed to fucking hate people who are on the liberal side, while the people who are hating on them are not disclosing that they're funded by right-wing fucking think tanks in that regard. So they fucking, you know, go, go, go about, you know, uh, oh, look, there's a gala celebrating diversity and they're, and they're doing lobbying schemes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they'll let you know about that kind of shit because it's supposed to be fucking obvious with, with it. So it kind of puts a hindrance on people that talk about, that have a good message because in the system they did something corrupt or something like that. But people, you know, actually think that these corporations are, you know, it just, it, 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 they want you to go against these corporations but also go against any type of woke ideology even though the corporations don't do that while you're not talking about like, you know, the corruption within the fucking system itself and the, you know, the soulless fucking, you know, profit margins these people go for and all that kind of shit. They have gimmick fucking shit to talk to you about with that, unfortunately. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like even like the, even within this gimmick fucking way to, to, to add to, like, the liberal side a little bit, they'll keep telling you that, you know, there's, there's incidences where Trump knew. He, he tried to, uh, you know, when he found out there was no voter fraud, he tried to cover something up because his side's not going to believe what, the, what they're saying about him because he told his audience that anything that they say about me is fake news, right? But so for, you know, for the quote-unquote liberal side, like, you know, like, that's proving that Trump knew that this thing... But it's like, it doesn't really fucking matter because this guy is not going to give a shit. Like, what consequences have really... Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, like, like this is why people don't, like, you know, don't want to side with fucking liberals. Where, like, I'm talking about the apolitical fucking people where they don't realize they're being political because they're only following it. They're only, they, they don't realize that they're being susceptible to politics. But they follow their favorite celebrity or their favorite YouTuber who will incorporate some type of fucking liberal or conservative talking point within their fucking work or something in their interviews. So then people who follow them and don't follow politics won't think that that view is that fucking crazy. So anyone that's going off about it, you know. 
But it seems like the gimmick. It seems like the gimmick is that DeSantis can't get a. He's not getting good fucking. You know, uh, like the bookers who who are booking him in this war with Trump. They're not giving him good fucking material. Where like you know he's gonna. It's it, it's like it's like Trump is John Cena in the situation, and uh, DeSantis is gonna be. Um, 2017 Roman Reigns, where, like, you know, John Cena fucking destroyed him. And, you know, then DeSantis has to come back as, like, you know, the, like, the, you know, the tribal chief in some way. That's, you know, that's the way, that's the way they're fucking booking it, at least. I, 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 I really don't care about, like, the actual fucking, the promoted infighting, because I know it's not infighting, it's just, you, you're promoting sports entertainment. To make, you know, to, to, to like, like, you know, lower your fucking guards because you think, they keep telling the audience that they're going to, you know, that Trump is going to pay for what he did. The guy is able to fucking run for presidency and call someone a fucking groomer. Uh, I'm pretty sure this guy is not fucking getting caught anytime fucking soon. I don't know. That rapper Lil TJ was talking about, like, having PTSD. And I know people are going to go, oh, yeah, because he got pulled over and he's getting, like, you know, running with the law. But the thing is, it's, like, ten times more dangerous for someone like him. Because I know the aesthetic is that, you know, black person getting pulled over by cops or having running with the law. Oh, look, that's what rappers fucking do and all that. It's, like, it's whatever whatever entertainment form you're in, with the cold, you know, the... the, the They'll organize a way for you by your aesthetic. So people who, you know, are familiar with that kind of life that aren't celebrities will go, oh, yeah, no, that's happened to me because you feel relatable to it. But I'm saying the PTSD is more because the game is putting him through that, basically. That's why they tell you to promote fucking, you know, wearing big chains sometimes so that what they call you, you're an easy target for robbery and all that type of shit. Because they have those kind of people running around, you know. They 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 think they promote you, in like because they promote you in such a positive light in like the most pretentious fucking way, that like it feels like anyone that goes at specific fucking you know celebrities that you feel like oh look I'm doing what I'm doing I'm going I'm doing something right because the system promotes this kind of fucking person and all that. Well, pretending that they condemn like people like Andrew Tate or something like that when they actually embrace those kind of fucking people. They just pretend they got to be the fucking villains and they don't mind because they're going to be allowed to get away with them being the fucking villains, essentially. And then, and, 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 and I have, for no, John Boyega, um, you know, he, he knows what kind of cesspool showbiz is. So him, like, playing the dumbed-down guy by, you know, like, cheering on the Flash movie, and then somebody telling you, you know, what's wrong with you, whatever, and he's like, oh, it's gonna be a good movie, and then they posted, you know, the articles from, um, you know, from Ezra Miller, and he's like, oh, Lord, whatever. But it's like, dude, you know, that's what, what happens in show business, whether these people are being initiated into doing fucked-up shit, or whether they're, like, you know, go, spiraling out of fucking control, but there's something f- fucked up going on in show business. We just, we, we condemn the system because they are making this movie, and because your movie didn't get made, that's the only time you're fucking talking about the Ezra Miller shit. Like, you wouldn't really give a shit if Wonder Woman or, or any of those movies you liked were gonna be fucking made. You would, you, you'd keep your mouth shut to promote those movies. And I'm not saying you're wrong to call out the Ezra Miller shit, but the thing is, there's something more bigger that's going on with all this showbiz shit. Like, even Playboy Cardi right now got fucking arrested 
for abuse to whoever, if it was a spouse or his girlfriend. And it's like, these, these things at this, at this point have to be some fucking weird, like, fraternity ritual where everyone has to take a fucking L. Because it adds more to your fucking character. Because we're moving more, like, even doing, and, and, and again, people can be like, that's horrible, whatever, right? Again, I'm not saying I agree with that. All I'm saying is that, like, that's how exploitative the fucking system is. That's how we're, you know, we're, that's how you're making the docu-series, you're making it part of the, you know, part of the, um, like, maybe this is the start of the cancellation towards him, basically. Maybe this is where Playboy Cardi becomes a fucking heel, you find out more shit about him. They always put every celebrity through the fucking ringer. They initiate it, and then they become fucked up, and then because the people don't understand, um, how the, how this fucking world operates and all that kind of stuff, they're gonna have ill will toward regular people, but some of the people online know how it fucking works, but they're socially climbing up so they can be a part of that same system that's going to put them to fucking hell when it's their fucking turn. And that's a hard fucking pill to fucking swallow. That's why you're having more fucking, you know, fucked up, you know, like, look, Julie, like, every celebrity once in a while will come out talking about their fantasies of wanting to fucking eat somebody or killing somebody. Whether it's Army Hammer, whether it's fucking, you know, Leon, uh, Leon, uh, Leon Neeson. Is it Leon Neeson? I don't know what the fuck his name, whatever his name is. And now it's Julia Fox talking about wanting to hunt down drug dealers because her friend overdosed or something like that. You know what I mean? And it feels like, you know, they're normalizing that kind of fucking talk, even though they won't talk about... Like, if you really want to go after the people, then you might want to talk about the, uh, the, the, the government that's fucking bringing in the fucking drugs. You know what I mean? But it's like more and more you'll see those kind of things for the discourse. Like you're literally putting out as a fucking... It's like a new trope of a character. They thought that, that, that that'll be a hit. Okay, yo, what if we get more... Okay, what if we get more celebrities talking about their fantasies of wanting to fucking kill different minority groups or, uh, you know, wanting to fucking, you know, kill, you know, drug dealers and all that kind of stuff. So you put that fucking, you know, you put like the negative shit... Uh, you, you put that negative shit out there, basically. And then with the calling, people get mad, obviously, about the fucking fantasy being out there. And then they're gonna be like, oh my god, you're fucking gonna cancel me for this, whatever. I guess, like, it's your way of going heel, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the fucking, what the thought process is when they promote these fucking tropes. You know? I'll come back in one second with the call. I'm running out of time here. I, I want to squeeze another fucking point in there, but you know what I mean? Like... I have to do, you know, I have to do a part two, I guess, in some fucking way. Try to get that out of my fucking head as soon as fucking possible and shit. Yeah. Um, I'm just running out the clock, but, you know, I just, I just I'm going to fucking really say, I wanted to continue on, but I, I know I can't fit another fucking, you know, another fucking point in there, so fuck you. Yeah, okay, so, you know, other fucking shit. And and by the way, the, the, the shooter who did the shooting shot himself as well. So, I mean, that, that's another part of, uh, of uh, you know, the, the mysteriousness of all that type of shit. Because to, cause to me, it feels so much like... Some, like, when, when you have, like, movies and television shit showing you that this kind of shit can fucking go on, it's like, that's like their way of telling you that, like, this kind of fucking, you know, this kind of capability can exist. 
And you know what I mean? And then and then and then people and then people who will fucking put a kaput to that type of behavior. Or you're looking at like these kind of movies and thinking that that's what's real, but then you'll watch like a fucking biopic or like a dramatized version of an old fucking political scandal and think that everything in there is 100% real because it played out that, that way in reality when there was more fucking planning going on with it. It's just people don't want to, you know, admit that we basically live in a show where there's people that are going to be fucking sacrificed to the fucking system in that way. And I wish it wasn't that fucking way. That's why I don't want to fucking be here. Why, so I can fucking what, partake in the propaganda of that type of shit. I'm not supposed to have, you know, I'm not supposed to be, mo- have morals. Even though there's plenty of people that can pretend they have morals that will get credit for having morals because of the, of their Brandon Walsh persona that they fucking, you know, that they play out. Where they have to be the, they, they, some of the people that are so committed to being the fucking good guy. Thing is like, either way, people don't find me as a fucking good guy. People fucking hate me. I'm like an anti-villain, essentially. I try to do the right fucking things, but I'm hated for it regardless. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not an anti-fucking hero whatsoever, or a hero in general. But a lot of these fucking people who have their platform will do it. They're, they're political fucking hero shit. Whatever political drama they want to fucking, you know, take take fucking, take fucking, you know, aim from. And then use it to as their fucking main personality trait. Show me that smile. Show me that smile. I don't want to sing that fucking song again. I got that song out of my fucking head for the longest time. That for ten fucking years or ten plus years, I've always had that fucking stupid song in my head. It's like the Illuminati planted it in my head, and that's like my punishment. It's like the it's like the Bruce Almighty that's watching all that's watching over me, it's like having fun at my expense, like. Uses me as a fucking puppet as fucking sing the growing pains theme or some shit. I don't know what it is. Um, what other? Oh yeah, so yeah, this is gonna be fun discourse. I mean, fun as you know, I'm saying that in the most sarcastic way fucking possible. But Megan Fox and MJK, MJK, MGK fucking broke up, so now she's following different people like Harry Styles, Eminem. She deleted fo- photos. I, I know it's just another fucking... It's, an, it's another Illuminati couple f- f- uh, warfare that's going to break down in more gender war fucking type of shit, basically. You know, the sports entertainment accounts who are women are going to have more women boss fucking shit. More of the misogynists will fucking agree with MJ, you know, with Machine Gun Kelly. It'll be one of those fucking... You know, they, they have to, get, they, they would have to get, get you a celebrity... You know, celebrity fucking, you know, uh, you know, gender war, basically, to get you guys, the studio audience, to be invested into this type of shit. People be more invested in that, but people are not fucking invested in, like, you know, or, or alarmed by, by the fact that in Wyoming there is, like, you know, they're trying to make the fucking child, uh, child marriage laws even lower, I guess. I think it's, like, 16 there or something like that. I, I have no idea. It just, it just whenever these discourses happen, it's like there's a people who are who are, who are again, and, and and they don't even care. If they're hypocrites. You because again, all your material is gonna be like, oh my god, they're worrying about groomers and all that type of stuff, but they're doing this type of shit, and then no, and no one in the and then no one in the Republican world is fucking condemning this. It's like yeah, they they're not gonna condemn it. Like I like like I understand people thinking that you know you have to fucking you know they they have to fucking condemn it. 
Like, people have to condemn it, obviously, but, like, they're not going to fucking do it, though. So it's like, so, like, you know, they're, they're going to go through with what, trying to do what, what their intentions are, but it's like, you know what I mean? And they're pushing through, and they have the control of the online narrative because people don't watch mainstream media. They watch the, um, you know, what clips are shown of the mainstream media. So you live in another fucking bubble on, on who, who are we taking the information from? But we're more concerned about, you know, MGK and fucking Megan Fox, who's probably, you know, I'm not saying they didn't fuck her and that, whatever, but I bet you their breakups even, like maybe they're you know, a, a for-life couple where now they became an institution where now they can make money off, you know, being in a feud with each other as well, kind of, in a way. And then you'll have more fucking heel tactics from uh, J.K. Rowling, who just an uh, innocent, you know, in, in, this is why these people are not innocent, but, like, but, but, but they'll show you a bit of their heel tendencies. I mean, they've been showing you the heel tendencies by disguising it, but now flat out fucking, you know, suing people. And then the people that are being sued by J.K. Rowling, even though they're going through something that's like, you know, trying and all that kind of shit, with the call, they'll become, you know, um, characters in the system now. Because they'll be, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, like, she's probably fucking over other people as well, but, like, the ones that you know about are gonna be, like, you know, new characters to basically, it's like they, it's like they pick their, pick their, it's like they pick their opponents as well, basically. Like, that's how I fucking see the world working out. Like, you know what I mean? These people are not fucking dumb. They're not dumb fucking people just because they, you know, uh, you know, act fucking dumb or be aloof about certain things. It doesn't mean that they are. Sometimes I think people... Like, I understand you want to fucking hate people and all that kind of shit. Like, I'm not saying fucking love these people. And I'm kind of telling you, again, because the words smart and genius are not fucking positive or negative to me. They're a fuck, it's, a, it's a neutral fucking word. But I think people fucking hesitate to call someone who's evil smart because you want to fucking hate him under a fucking limited guise or her under a limited guise when you're not getting the full fucking picture. So I'm not fucking telling you don't fucking hate it, but, like, when you do it under a limited guise, it's like, okay, you want the spirit of fucking saying that you fucking hate them, but you're not really fucking hating them, basically. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing it in a, in, in a, limited, in a limited fucking way. You know what I mean? You don't want to call out the entire fucking what the system is, but then at the same time, then it'll give away that everyone is compromised on some fucking level. Some people will be permitted to be allowed to be some kind of fucking rebel. There's no way that, you know, the interview could, you know, there's no way that, like, people could, like, go in that fucking direction, essentially. The Cody had an interview on Aaron Hawani's show. And again, I'm not going to go over everything, but, like, he right now he's being a peaceful guy, but he's still being vague. He was more specific than Tony Khan, but, like, he acted like he had, there's no, I don't know what, what, what the phony part is, because people, because he left it so vague, that people think that when he said, um, before he left, if, if the mission isn't, um, um, isn't currently what it was, like, what it was when we started all in, then, you know, then there's problems, basically. And so people are implying that Cody Rhodes is so vague about it that he's implying that CM Punk doesn't know the vision or doesn't see the vision. But maybe, you know, people think that he's talking about maybe... Because, again, he specified that the elite and him didn't ha- see eye-to-eye on their style of fucking wrestling because he liked, you know, territory-type of wrestling, territory-type of fucking booking. 
while, you know, um, while like Omega and the Bucks love PWG, but they got along still, whatever, and all that. So people think that maybe they're the ones who forgot the fucking vision, or maybe as it plays out more and more, Cody... Part of me wonders if it is against Punk, and then will the Elite fucking go to WWE or leave AEW or something like that because they don't want to do business right away or something because that's, that's going to be a way for them to quote-unquote run away, apparently, from CM Punk, whatever. But, you know, he, he was going, so he was going, that was like the main talking point from it, basically. Which was, you know, you know, but yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be more, you're going to have more of that to then what they're called, you know, make, you know, more promo videos out of later on. We'll see what goes on with that, I don't know. By the way, I'll, I'll go over the, I, I forgot to go over the New Japan stuff. Um, I, I, I didn't fucking take notes or anything like that, but um, hold on a second, let me see, New Japan, New... Beginning, we see right here. Uh, let me go over some of the matches that I liked. So, United Empire, um, Grand O'Connor and Aaron Hanare, B. Toriano and uh, Oscar. I don't know how to say the guy's last name, Lube, or is it Lube? I don't know. Um, Lost. Los Incarnibly. I can't say. Lij. Uh, Naito Sonata. Hirumu and Bushi beat uh, Hamana, Shota, Umino, Tiger Mask into Gucci, and then uh, and then oh yeah after this match, um, Leo Rush on the screen showed up to challenge Hirumu for the junior heavyweight belt. I don't know when that's gonna fucking happen. Maybe that'll happen at the super super you know the super J Cup. I don't know if I'm gonna be watching all the super J Cup basically. You know what I mean. Uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so that, that'll be good. Ta, ta, um, Taji Ijimori beat Master Wado. So it was a, that was a decent match. Uh, Tanahashi versus Kenta was all right. It was pretty, very decent as well. Um, I think Ishimori will, is kind of pissed at because, he, uh, he's, uh, he's, um, he's supposed to be next for the, um, the, um, what they call the, uh, junior heavyweight title, basically. So maybe him and, uh, Leo Rush will fucking have a match to set that up, maybe. And then, um, Strong, <coughs> strong Style, the Minoru Suzuki, El Desperate, her name, and Red Narada. Thank God they beat, um, House of Torture for the fucking Never Openweight Championship. This is all right. He's the right winner, though, you know what I mean? Um, Hakuleo versus Jay White was fucking pretty good. And it was a cool story where, like, Jay White, who always has, like, a a way to counter everyone's fucking finisher or whatever with with a with a with a blade runner his move was countered into like what um Hakaleo did it was actually a pretty good fucking match man they actually went like uh they actually went fucking 25 minutes and now people think that Jay White's leaving he's going to do I think he's going to do the San Jose show against Eddie Kingston but then people think he's WWE bound, which I I think is probably for the better because I think in 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 uh, AEW he'll just be someone that shows up and then like like, like the Bullet Club scene in AEW is not as hot as it used to be really you know what I mean, and and, and not that it's hot in WWE but I think like you know Jay White could be someone that stands out more since like you know when the, it seems like the guys that they're gonna be bringing in they'll probably put. In a in a more prominent position that like they won't follow fall, fall, like 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 he'll be treated like AJ Styles essentially maybe. 
He saw you guys, like, you know, tone down the trash talking because he swears a lot, but, you know. Uh, Tama Tonga did a good job. Uh, his match with um, El Fantasma was pretty fucking good, too. Some people think that he might actually just reclaim Bullet Club. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, personally, I think, I, I, I think he's gotten better in the ring and all that. But I, I, I think he's much suited better as a heel. And if Finn Balor leaves... WWE, like, it randomly, like, decide that, oh, Finn Balor's contract ended after WrestleMania or something like that, I, I'm, I'm hoping that because, you know, wrestling works in a symbolic tone that, you know, Finn Balor is let out of, is, is, is like, out of the company by the time they do the, um, 10 years of Bullet Club, and with Tama Tonga and him taking it back, maybe, you know, and big, you know, and bad luck folly. And then the main event was pretty good. Here's the thing. The last 10 minutes were fucking good. Okay? So I know Okada is, like, you know, he works a style of, like, really slow pace. But if most of the match is fucking, you know, not, not really that enthralling to me. And I'm already kind of over Okada's fucking push. Like, I'm actually liking what... I'm, I'm, I, I didn't get to watch the Noah stuff, whatever, right? Like, I saw the clip of it. But, like, Okada's way more compelling in that environment than he is in New Japan for the last several years. You know what I mean? Like, he's been, he's been getting back to, like, like having, like, really solid matches. But there was a time after that he lost, after that historic reign that he had, like, um, that Kenny Omega fucking defeated him with. Um, you know, like, you know, that he, after that reign, he kind of, like, was on and off for me throughout the years. And I feel like, you know, the, he's been getting getting back to that the, the, that way that I, the stuff that I liked about him. But some of his matches, man, just, I don't know. I just, they're not for me all the time and all that, man. I know I'm not supposed to fucking, you know, say say that because, you know, I'm supposed to, like, love Okada matches. But, like, some of the, like, the, the first, like, you know, 15, 20 minutes, like, you know, seem kind of fucking boring a little bit. Like, the final fucking 12 minutes or so may have been, like, you know, some really solid stuff. So, I mean, if you want to watch that, go ahead or whatever. But overall, it seemed like a really good, it seemed like a decent fucking show. You know. Anyways, I'll, I'll come back with the recaps or whatever other discourse is going to be popping up, whatever. Give me, you know, a minute. Or, yeah, well, for you, it'll be a second or something like that, but whatever. I'm back. It's 11.22 p.m. I didn't separate the recording, you know what I mean? Like 15 minutes, and I was like, you know, I might as well just finish the, like, you know, next 45 minutes. But I'm playing this Billy Squire song again. I, I love this song. Learn how to live before it's too late. The restless eyes, they turn to distraction, compromise. Honey, you gotta take some time. 
to talk about more mental illness going through my fucking head it piles up out of nowhere and shit you know I, I, I know like the people who hate listen don't fucking give a shit they're just here to see what else they can you know use to double down against me or some shit you know that's how it normally fucking goes unfortunately so you know it's, it's not a fucking good planet everyone's corruptible I try to remain uncomfortable, but, you know, for some reason I got to be pulled into it. And you don't want to fucking be here because you're already seeing the overall trajectory of regressive fucking, you know, fascism. Like the, like the mentality, the fundamentalist shit within the entertainment world. And now because, like, a lot of people, you know, are going that direction because everyone has to be a fucking celebrity Everyone has to be a fucking character. And then when you see it seep out and, you know, and sometimes you hope it's like for your, like, you know, maybe people are just ball busting to, you know, because they know where my, my, my mindset is. But at the same time, it's like, it's kind of shocking, you know, because I know the cold and cause, cause the thing is that you, you can't make any physical confrontation, you can't make a confrontation in the present because people who you confront already have their connection. They already have their group chat they set up, like, you know, people to agree with them, you know what I mean, and people are going more to the capitalist fucking side, so someone like me, who they fucking, who, who they oppose, because throughout the fucking years, people have fucking pulled me aside about my views on being anti-capitalistic and more socialist, whatever, and all that, and, uh, 
you know, and, and now what's it called because people have climbed over to that side, they get mad at me for being judgmental about it. Yet they want to be able to do all the fucking evil fucking things. They get away with doing evil fucking things, unethical fucking things. And, and what worries me is that I don't know what people who like what what people like what what things people I know are fucking doing behind the scenes. So it's like you're making me guilty by association. So like that right there shows me that no one has any real respect for me. It's just to like tie me into whatever. And make and and make fucking you know and and um no and act like you know they know what I'm doing at all fucking times because that's some stalkerish fucking sociopathic behavior that's being enabled and because I call that shit out because if if I had somebody locally or anyone who's from that fucking side of the regressive fucking side to be like a co-host they would be doing their talking points. So they don't like me kind of going off on it. They'd be like, you know, having to defend their fucking favorite pedophile fucking billionaires or their favorite rapist billionaires while having judgment against me. You see how, how, how that makes sense? And then, and, and I, don't think those, I don't think people realize that they're the ones who are fucked up. Just because there's more people normalizing that shit doesn't actually fucking mean anything. Like when you have a problem with more of like this fake wokeness that goes on and you think that's the number one fucking problem? And the number one problem isn't that, like, you know, a lot of you get turned out by the fucking system. Getting your man pussies grabbed by billionaires. And you become subservient to them. Like, that isn't the fucking issue. Because you want your fucking spoils and all that kind of shit. Me? I don't really want to fucking see it. Me, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm gone from here, really. Just let, the, just let, let everyone else become corruptible. There's, like, no, there's, there's no winning it. You know what I mean? Like, everyone is more fascinated with being a fucking celebrity. And, like, I'm sorry, like, it's meaningless to me. Like, and, and, and people are just, like, you know, just rehashing the same gimmicks. But they think that because, like, I don't know, they organize it in a group chat to get laughed at, that it suddenly means it's way more than my contribution to fucking any, anything creative. Because... No one likes that I do, do this on my fucking own. I don't need fucking people to write my material for me. Whether it fucking bombs or whether it fucking does well, I don't really give two shits. You know. Like, I understand that everyone made backdoor deals and got their connections. I don't have to fucking play along with shit. Everyone's just become more fucking corrupt, and uh, and I'm the asshole who doesn't want to fucking be a part of that shit. But I'm forced to fucking be here for the time being, until I'm not needed anymore. And then all I see is dumbed down fucking rhetoric on on even the alt media fucking people. Who pretend to call out the mainstream media. Here, here's the thing with, all, with this whole Ohio thing. And I'm not saying people shouldn't be outraged. But if you, like, you know, if, 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 it, if it all becomes a discourse game of which Republicans to fucking blame. Like, people are going to blame J.D. Vance for not saying shit. Pete Buttigieg for not saying shit. Marjorie Taylor Greene will blame lazy people, lazy Americans. Charlie Kirk will go the direction of... Uh, you know, he'll go in the direction of, oh, they don't care because it's white people doing it, even though the Republicans are the ones who run Ohio. But they got to make it a woke fucking war so they can manufacture more fucking consent for um, fascist fucking ideas. And people are comfortable with those fascist fucking ideas happening.
Because it's so fucking... I don't know, because you're going to fuck your favorite sex worker in the industry. Imagine being that, you know, imagine being that fucking pathetic, really. That, like, you know, that, 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 that's all it takes for your, you know... Trust me, I, I, I never lower my guard on anybody. Anyone who interacts with me or anything like that, trust me, I, I, I have them on mental fucking note on what their, of what their involvement will be. Because like, I know a lot of people are waiting. You know what I mean? Like, the, that's why I would have called if I become friends, like if I became friends with like any celebrities, then people who will latch onto me will force themselves in there so they can fucking then latch onto that celebrity and then join in on making, basically making fun of me. Basically. You know what I mean? Like, it's basically to devalue me. But like, pretending that like, like people are actually with me on some level. And I don't think people are actually with me. I think I think people got too comfortable with me being suppressed for so fucking long. It gave them a fucking ego where they think that they can fucking disrespect me, or they think they can fucking they, they think they're fucking better than me. Even though when I look at a bunch of fucking people online, or look at people in real life, or wherever the or just like in general, and all I see is a bunch of fucking soulless individuals on some fucking level. Not not everybody. There's some people that still have some somewhat of a fucking soul. But a lot of other people, they don't. I I don't know. I can I can see the devil in there. I can see the devil in their eyes. Who 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 count my who count my uh you know who only who, like they'll fucking disrespect my fucking you know uh, ethnicity and all that kind of stuff. They will dis like you know what I mean like they'll constantly make fun whatever and all that type of shit. But yet they want to be a part of my fucking life. And, and even if I got a restraining order against some of these fucking people who I think are going to be dangerous, like, they're above the fucking law, they can fucking break that thing. And that, that will show, you know what I mean? Like, when, you, when you're, like, in person with me and you're hinting that you know what I do 24 fucking 7, that's kind of fucking disturbing. And, and, and again, I don't care how much, you're, how much you're connected, I don't care what industry sex workers, I don't, people fucked, whatever, and you feel like you own all of them, whatever. Because whenever I show fucking interest to any fucking chick... It's, like, automatically, like, it's a, it's a competition. Like, I can do this, it doesn't really that matter to me. That's why there's stories about, like, how, like, uh... I mean, I, there's a study that says that what they called suicidal thoughts and violence is up with, with um, you know, um, with teenage women, teenage girls nowadays. But it's, like, yeah, like, I mean, well, it's just with, with everybody. But a lot of people that cross over to the other fucking side of the evil to then fucking put fucking, you know, a lot of women, especially ones online who are teenagers in fucking danger because they get paid to, like, put them down non-fucking-stop. It's not just a simple thing of, like, all oh, people saying mean fucking things. People are funded to basically make your fucking life a living fucking hell. Just, you know, it, it just it gets to your fucking head. Just because, like, you know... Because, like, I, I know how the... I know how... 
like through like when you relate to a bunch of celebrities who look like they're being liberated and all that kind of stuff, you don't know who's being forced to fucking do that shit. And then when you see that kind of those type of misogynistic attitudes towards fucking towards like you know with people that you might know, it's actually fucking scary because I because again I don't fucking know what everything that you know people I know fucking do. But if they you know if they're into like fucking you know having ownership over fucking different women and all that kind of shit, then I don't fuck with it. And keep that fucking energy away from me. And you, 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 you can already see, like, you know, TYT going in the... Again, more and more, they go into the right. They find a culture war issue, which is promote. By the way, these like these video, like these like controversial things about like, oh, the exhibit was shut down, um, because like a couple of Muslim students got mad about, um, like this uh, Iranian liberation thing. Even though it's like promotion for the fucking you know the exhibit and the you know the actual you know what I mean like it's designed to fucking do that, but it's like TYT's way of constantly finding more and more fucking stories of going, oh my god, wokeness is getting out of control. While they don't offer you any fucking real solutions, they just want to become more fucking elitist, and not get the full fucking picture of the complaints or whatnot. Make you know, I mean, even though like it's all like you know, or they won't give you the context of what they're trying to fucking do. See, it's making fucking coward, the cowardly fucking you know progressives who are planning on going to the fascist fucking side, their way of doing it. And 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 I hope if you're one of those fucking people that have led this progressive type of movement and your design is to go to the fucking far right, I hope for the just like how you say that fucking people in you know who are war criminals should never get peaceful thing. I don't think any of you should get fucking peace, any peace in in your fucking life ever, if you're willing to fucking cross over to that fucking side. You're going on the side that fucking takes away from fucking people. You know what I mean. And also, like you know, they 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 got to pump up the uh, you know, cr- the crime ra- the cr- the crime raising is getting out of fucking control. But they don't ask any fucking questions about like, hmm, how come somebody who's like has like mul- like multiple priors and multiple warrants, why is he uh, able to attack somebody who's in you know uh so- some uh, what her name is Angie Craig from Minnesota, a lawmaker. It is like, well, they allow it to go down, you know what I mean? Or someone is paying these people to fucking do it. And let me guess, they're out of control. They, 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 they look like they're on something, right? Probably because they've been having fucking experiments done to them or some shit. And then they put them out there on purpose to be used as, you know, oh, look, the crime is getting so fucking out of control. They won't fucking tell you about how this fucking operates. And even the people that are countering it, they won't, they're afraid to get conspiratorial at all whatsoever. And you can't tell me that someone like Anna Kasparian isn't fucking smart enough when she, uh, during one of her TYT breaks on the commercial breaks, when this whole crime wave thing was happening, she fully fucking said to one the comments that sent one of the super chats, that, yeah, she thinks it's, like, the system kind of, like, setting this up. But then why didn't you fucking put that out there? Why are you continuously doing that? Even though you haven't gone in that direction completely where you're like, oh, no, no, I don't want people just to be locked up. We need to have a reform of the prison system and all that. But, like, the fact that you're buying into these narratives to prove that you're a fair fucking liberal to the conservatives is fucking pathetic. Because they're making, their whole, the whole purpose of it is to make you go more to the fucking right wing.
But I guess you guys want to go that fucking way. Like, do I have to be alive to see a bunch of fucking people sell out? Like, is that why I, I'm stuck here? Cause I, because guess what? What's it called? Like, I, I have no fucking use here. And I don't really... I mean, I guess I'm going to be alive to be tormented. So that people can get fucking revenge on me for shit that I've been saying and shit, right? Sometimes you wonder, you, you, you don't want to, hold, like, you don't want to assume that people you know fucking are doing anything worse, but at the same time, like, it goes through my fucking head, because I have no, because, you know, because, because, like, that could be done on fucking purpose, where if it's revealed, like, revealed about that, then I have no choice but to go, oh, look, uh, well, I, I, I have to protect them now, it's like, well, if you did this behind my back knowing to get me in fucking trouble in the future, then I have no fucking, you know, I have no qualms about fucking throwing someone under the fucking bus. I really don't give two shits. I don't want to fucking be here anyways. All your, your, your all these people fall for the, t everything that happened on the surface is everyone taking an L. You know what I mean? Like everything is taking a fucking L basically. That's like, you know, everyone has a job a little bit now. So, like, Diane Feinstein's not, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I know, I know she's supposed to be a Democrat, but, like, from, you know, for the stuff that, you know, has been reported about her over the last several years when I started looking to politics, she seemed to have, like, you know, been, been for systemic conservative fucking shit. And, of course, like, the Democrats will fucking, you know, of course, you know, give her, you know, the, the, you know, the typical, like, oh, well, she's a woman, she... Uh, did a lot of good things. I'm sure she maybe she, maybe she did good things, Un unless you're doing like one of those WWE style things where like you blindly uh, pretend like they did good things on the surface, even though the record shows like the, the opposite, whatever. But like because like on the record they're supposed to have detriments to their resume to fucking always stain them. Maybe unless you're talking about beneath the underneath the table. But maybe you should establish those fucking rules that exist because when you limit the fucking rules that exist of of who's doing what and all that kind of stuff, people are just judging off the fucking record and all that. You think regular people are going to fucking learn? I mean, they, they won't learn fucking properly from, you know, people who uh, do alt media a lot of the time, even though, like, it seems less produced than the mainstream media and all that, even though it's still under the same fucking arm. R.I.P. to uh, Jerry Jared, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, he, I mean I, I, the, the guy was a good promoter, I guess, you know. He did that, uh, what, what was it, the, um, the C something, I, I don't know, it was like something with a C. I know he did USWA, and then he's been around T, he's been around Impact and all that kind of stuff for a bit. He did a lot of booking, whatever, but I think the main promotion he had was like that, uh, the one where like, you know... I forget what it was. I think like 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 Macho Macho Man had a fucking uh, like like uh, different. Like I forget. I think it was Jerry Lawler's promotion or or his or you know they're fighting over Macho Man, and then there was like it almost ended up with like you know shooting and all that with like with with, with, with like knife stabbings and all that type of shit. I forget the exact fucking story. I'm sure like you know Pollock from Post Wrestling or other po podcasts will do a better you know. Uh, tribute to him, but, you know, I, I just found out the guy just died, so I just wanted to say R.I.P. to the guy. 
you know. I, I always feel weird giving, like, you know, RIPs to, like... Like, I'm, I'm respecting the legacy, but then at the same time, like... Like, my head goes, this guy's probably a Republican and all that type of shit. Like, most fucking wrestlers anyways. You know. The thing is, because this is how what happened with death, whatever. They'll give you props, you know, for your legacy... And then sooner or later, things like like nowadays, like there has to be something attached to it, so it has to be like anti-vaccine, or it has to be you know, uh, it has to be like oh this person was a problematic fucking person, you know, and then it becomes a whole argument. By the way, what the call? They did another sketch for, but it it it's Valentine's Day. What the call? I have no pressure on this fucking day whatsoever. I'm kind of fucking glad. I know there's probably a bunch of people who are, you know, in their, you know, in their propped up marriages doing, like, you know, their romantic fucking, you know, their romantic shit where they're, you know, forcing, you know, one of their favorite television shows to, like, reenact or something like that. I'm I'm glad I'm not a desirable man. I'm glad. The, the funny thing is there's people, there's people who will fucking put down my looks, Right? But it's like, just because some of these people paid for fucking, you know, a lot of sex in the industry and all that kind of shit, like, doesn't mean that, you like, you know, people who point out how ugly and unclassy I am are not fucking unclassy and ugly fucking people. Because I'm, I'm not mean-spirited enough to fucking, you know, say that, but enough people will tell me how, uh, how ugly I am just to put me fucking down more and more. And I'm supposed to fucking take their fucking bullshit. I, I need to get a fucking restraining order against somebody because I think some of these people will be fucking dangerous in the future. Um, yeah, so, so Dominic and, uh, Rhea had a romantic dinner or whatever, but they showed up when the Mysterios just finished, and the, and the Mysterios were being peaceful, and they just leave, but then the Mysterios basically put their meal on, on, you know, uh, and maxed out, the maxed out, uh, Dominic's credit card somehow, or something like that. So Rhea had to be the one to fucking pay. All cash and all that type of shit. It wasn't one of their best ones, but, you know, it's like, you know, it's they're trying something at least. Learn how to live. Learn how to live. I should play this song again, man. I love this fucking song. I, 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 I do like you know I, I'm 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 a newbie when it comes to like music outside of fucking hip hop right, so whenever like you know I I, I you know, and and I'm not I'm not opposed to listening to other music just when I get a chance to, but like you know sometimes you know they'll put fucking some customized playlist together, and then I'll go through it some of the songs and then I you know I, if I find one that I really fucking like and I'm like holy shit I should the song could not fucking save my life from like you know. Uh, you know, for the longest fucking time, basically, you know? You, learn, you play with fire, you might get burned. You gotta sacrifice to play the victim own device. Understand A 
I'll come back, hopefully, with just a recaps, you know. I just had to get this fucking shit out of my head. This song is really good, though, man. This Learn to Live song, Learn How to Live. your fucking mood. I'm not gonna get into specifics because it'll, it'll give away, um, you know, who it is, but I already marked it down of who I think it is and all that kind of shit. But normally on my my main phone that I have, right, when I'm not using, like, you know, the, you know, the, the, the old one for, like, you know, for the podcasting and all that kind of shit or whatever, the iPad, whatever. I know for a fact that I don't keep um, pictures on my fucking phone. Like, you know what I mean? I'm pretty good about it, just deleting. Normally, it's, like, screenshots from the Reddit or whatever or a funny picture that I'm going to post on fucking Twitter or a funny clip from, like, you know, that, that, that I fucking, you know, I screen recorded and all that. That's normally what my fucking, uh, what my phone is. No, the only time that I have a lot of pictures on my phone is when I am, uh, out and about for an event and I might have pictures on my fucking phone. I look at my fucking phone, my main one, I look at it, and there is a picture of, like, a bottle of something with, like, a chain of uh, a, a, another fucking podcast, and I don't know how it got on my fucking phone, 
But that's like people showing me that they can hack my fucking phone or that they're fucking watching me. So I must have fucking touched a lot of fucking nerves with a lot of fucking people over the course of the last few months, especially. Especially the last fucking podcast where now they feel comfortable and able to do that. And again, I, I've already named the fucking person in my personal thoughts. They probably see that. And if that's going to be the fucking thing you're doing, it just shows me that they can plant fucking photos if they want right now it's just harmless but they can fucking do that more and more it says it was in my phone since november i never and i clearly never had photos from fucking november so i mean i'm sure the people that fucking hate like hate listen to me who are you know whether they know me or whether they're online they're probably taking pleasure in that but the thing is you take pleasure in my fucking misery and driving me more fucking insane and all that kind of shit like, it's only going to be your downfall because you, none of you are ever going to get fucking better. You think because you're surrounded by other fucking sociopaths, but, like, a lot of you are not going to get fucking better, even if you have the power that you fucking want to get or the narrative that you fucking want. You're going to get fucking a lot fucking worse. Your families and your fucking kids will end up fucking hating you. Because you'll become a character of what you fucking were. And if that's what you're going to fucking do, then I don't want anything to do with you. Stay. A, a, a lot of you are fucking just creeps like that. That's the way they can... That's the only way they can fucking get in, in, in my fucking head. Because they can't fucking physically attack me just yet. They haven't given that permission. But the permission is to make me fucking lose my mind even more. And it's fucking pathetic. In fact, let me look at fucking... Uh, I'm sure the, you know, the, 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 Reddit, the Reddit shit that's um, obsessed with me... I'm sure they will fucking, uh, I'm sure they'll have, um, have them boasting about it, since they love to boast about that shit to put, put me more in a fucking fucked up mood. They haven't done anything so, so far, but you can always tell that they're fucking planning, and since there's people that fucking hate me that might personally know me, they will be aligned with the... I mean, and this is probably why I don't trust a lot of fucking people that I know over the last 10 years because they've worked hand-in-hand hand with a lot of my fucking trolls that have done that. You know what I mean? And and they, and they, they, they have to suppress that because they know that if it ever comes out, then, you know, they know that I'll fucking sue them for, you know, for partaking in that fucking... in, in suppressing me and also putting me fucking through torment. I might smile in your fucking face, but it doesn't mean I fucking trust any of you. And when you fucking do stunts like that by planting photos on my fucking phone, you're a fucking pathetic fucking piece of shit. Unless my dream world is fucking, and I'm in another fucking reality, and this reality, I had those phone, I had those, uh, those pictures in, in, in my phone somehow, you know what I mean? Maybe like the, the dream world is seeping in. That's the only fucking explanation because I have, I don't have the air, I don't have my airdrop on where, where people can't just send me fucking photos. So there's, there's, it's impossible for the photo to get in my, um, yeah, but, but again, like, the, but this is what happens. Like a lot of these fucking people work hand in hand with horrible fucking people. And I'm supposed to be aligned with this shit. I'm supposed to be stuck here with this shit. No, if I had a choice between this and assisted suicide, I would take assisted suicide over any having to see anyone from my fucking life ever again. Especially people that take pleasure in bringing me out to to basically like you know get their levels of disrespect. So you know what I mean. And if I don't show up, then their whole shtick is gone because they base their whole shtick around disrespecting me for their moment to fucking shine.
because 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 they can't actually win a fucking audience over by themselves. They got to fucking you know politic and backdoor deal a lot of fucking shit. You want to manifest shit to, against me? I can manifest shit. I you know, I I can keep thinking about fucking horrible things. But this is what these fucking jerk offs do. For for people that think that wrestling shouldn't be taken seriously, they sure as hell fucking take it seriously because a lot of the accounts online they they they'll go off about you know creative within the fucking program when like the creative that they're fucking building up to like you know basically get CM Punk as to basically make it seem like CM Punk actually conquered something by coming back even though it's like by design because of shitty work shoot and I hope it does fucking happen because then I'm gonna fucking then you know then I I won't even fucking watch anyways you know what I mean and, and trust me me not watching is a lot more fucking valuable than a lot of you not fucking watching Trust me, because that's why the higher-ups need me to, you know, that's why they have different podcasts with different people that they're connected to, to come and fucking, you know, reach out to me to be on a fucking podcast or to suppress my fucking views because I might be getting too out of control for them, even though they, on surface, don't fucking listen to what I fucking say. But trust me, my, my, my voice is ten times more fucking important than a lot of fucking other fucking people. Maybe if you just made, made it seem like he's coming back, it's going to be a fucking work, whatever. But but no but knowing since, since this has to be twists and turns and elite don't want to do business, it wouldn't shock me if this is the way that the elite kind of leave the company whatever. So then the then the, then the online shitheads can pretend that they're you know what well, one minute they can't decide if they're gonna be raw raw with the fucking company when it goes against WWE with the work shoot, but then they have to go but then they have to transition back into making it about the creative decision. So now they're advocating for the trios titles to be gone, even though that's not the fucking issue. The issue is, like, they're purposely making it seem like it's unappealing. And and people are begging for, like, oh, can we get another Omega um, um, uh, singles run or whatever and all that kind of shit? Here, you, here, here's, a, here's a creative that, that some of these people gassed up when... Uh, this is some of the creative that people gassed up when uh, Omega was uh, the guy, basically. This is yeah. This is a lot better than fucking MJF or MJF or Moxley being champions. Watch, this is a human Jungle Boy feuding, right? That's the creative that they fucking love from. Uh, And yet they want to pretend like... And, and, and none of them complain about, like, this kind of fucking setup, whatever, whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, the, like no one complained about the creative. Even though, like, there has, has never been an era in AEW where the creative has been 100% fucking, you know, uh, you know. It just... Before, the reason why was able, um, people were able to, um, like, you know, overlook some of the creative errors because it's, like, a new company and there's other things that they're doing fucking right... So that you kind of ignore it and you go, like, well, other things have potential to do it. But now, like, you know, the internet fucking uh, online accounts need some use in, in, in their fucking existence. So now they have to pump in the fucking rehash storyline that you've been doing for the last fucking 30 years on the fucking internet. 
the same type of fucking tropes. Oh, look, these people won't get along. Like, instead of just booking, like, the fucking, like, the punk versus the elite storyline, it is now gonna be meet with twists and turns to basically, like, for, like, Vince Russo twists and turns online. They have to make it seem like online is unpredictable. That's why they have, that's why they're gassing up Dax's fucking podcast, because they shook Dax down to be a fucking CM Punk lawyer. And I'm not saying that the whole podcast is Dax fucking complaining, but literally that's what catches fucking traction online, because everything has to be drama about it. Like, because it, it's people have this fucking notion that because they're on the internet, that it means that there are fucking accounts, and like, you know, like it's like how it was in the 2010s and the 2000s, even though like it's always been a marketing tool, just on a smaller level, but now they are rehashing the same fucking internet shit, I'm just saying, if you're gonna go off about the creative, then how are you gonna fucking, not, like, you know, not mention, like, all the fucking creative errors that are done by design so you can feel more punk shit, oh, we're gonna find out more fucking wrestlers didn't, um, they had, oh, Dax had heat with uh, Eddie Kingston at one point. You know what I mean? They keep doing this more so they can just go see. Why can't CM Punk, poor CM Punk, why is he being oppressed? Look, dude, just come back then. Who gives a shit? I mean, I'm just fucking sick of, of like, you know. They, got, they, they can't come up with anything creative for fucking Miro, so they got Miro feuding with fucking Conan online. Even though, like, it's by fucking... Like, they, they... The last year or so has shown that this company is becoming more of a discourse fucking company. Like, and, and I, I wouldn't mind that, but I wouldn't mind that so much, but... It's like so much fucking energy is put in there. Where where the people... Like, if you want to do online work, that's one thing. But then when people use what's going on online as, like, a fact for their fucking narrative... It, it it doesn't really mean much to me because a lot of them are already fucking you know compromised on that on, on that regard. Oh, the they had had a meeting because Thunder Rosa is coming back as a Spanish commentator right now. So like you know what I mean maybe the injury wasn't everything that was going on. There's other fucking elements that were going on that are playing out. They had to do constant real life work fucking shoots. And then they get mad at fucking people for not, you know, like, they'll help the company plummet the fucking creative on some level so that they can fucking do it for the behalf of CM Punk because he needs super, super Cena fucking booking. So, so now they hear my podcast and they're like, okay, we can't do the usual things. He's a huge proponent of the trios division. And why to be used more, but they're like, oh, no, no, let's get rid of the trios division. Like, dude, that's not the issue. What are called? If you're, there's other fucking belts you can get rid of before you get rid of the trios titles. It's just this whole elite thing has been booked in a way where they'll have quality matches within the bubble of the program. But then the same fucking time, they will, you know, the booking won't be the strongest. So then it all fucking revolves around fucking CM Punk because that's what all the discourse has to be. Everything has to revolve around fucking CM Punk, and it may have had merit because he called out WWE, even though it was in limited fucking fashion, even though he, he, he was gladly, he'd gladly pile on other fucking people when they were being fucked over by WWE, and yet I'm supposed to fucking get, uh, think that he's the one. Like, one day you got to realize that all the fucking shit that CM Punk did in the pipe bomb, it was, it was tailor-made for him to have that pipe bomb. And I pointed that out when it was happening also, by the way. It's not like, you know, change the thing. Like, I, I, I'll side with him over WWE all day, every day. 
But, like, you know, but at the same time, I don't like that he has to be the only one who's the fucking victim. And no one else fucking matters. We have to do PR for him. And it just shows you how sociopathic these fucking... Fa- like, I, I don't... I, I, I shouldn't fucking want to, be, be, like, you know, even, like, give ideas or want to be involved with, with that. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if these shills are going to be the ones, like... Who, because they want this image of them being the ones who are countering the system... When they're a part of the fucking system. I've seen accounts do it and train and do it in other fucking areas. You know what I mean? And then they're bringing that into pro wrestling, basically. So that they can fucking, you know, make it seem like their fucking opinions are the number one fucking opinions in the, in, in the world. Oh, oh, great. What they're called more fucking, you know, work shoot fucking stuff on the online. That we have to pretend it's fucking real. Eddie Kingston and Dax got into a fight. Thunder Rosa and Britt got into a fight. Why can't my man CM Punk get there? Why is everyone so against CM Punk? They don't like, dude. No one's against CM Punk. They're literally doing propaganda to fucking pump him out, pump him up, basically. And 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 you're and you're doing the narrative of the elite being the fucking bad guys. They they book the internet discourse that fucking way. Even though the whole EVP status is all fucking, it's probably all fucking gimmick. Like on the surface, yeah, it's official, but it's probably all fucking gimmicked. I don't know. Co- Cody said that when he come with, he when he brings a weight belt to WWE um to WrestleMania, he was gonna have logos from every territory he was in after WWE. So it will be like, oh look, can you believe AEW finally made it? The logo made it on WrestleMania. You know, like you, like you know how big that's gonna help put over AEW on some fucking level in a subtle fucking way. There's also like a Real Housewives of Wrestling, which is gonna be more. For, like, more ways to do on, like, you know, the real-life storylines. They'll have, like, Jared's wife, Kurt Angle's wife, Hager's wife, um, and Ric Flair's wife. You know what I mean? I'm sure they'll get more. It'll be, it's like, you know, it'll, it'll be a more se- it'll be a more seedier version than Total Divas, basically. But it's going to be a way for them to basically get their... You know, get what they fucking want. You know, um, you know, like more online. It's gonna serve for the more online discourse, essentially. Who fucking knows? Everything becomes a fucking like right now with the gender wars, right? Because again, they'll always do an incident, and this is like always promotion of a drink or promotion of the airport. But they do the they they stage these kind of fucking things for online, so you keep talking about the airport and all that, or you know what I mean. But so, some woman grabbed Buster Rhymes's butt um, while he was walking, and then he just threw a fucking you know uh, you know he threw a, a you know a drink at her, you know what I mean. And 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 of course, like people will justify it because she shouldn't have done that if he didn't want that, you know what I mean. And that's and that's true, she should have done that. But when they use sensationalist stuff like this. On top of the other things about, like, oh, Andrew Tain, his brother, wiretaps confirmed that he was framed. But how do you know, like, they didn't cancel him so that now that he's, like, you know, f- they're officially on the right-wing fucking side, 
that now they can just say that it was framed at what happened, whatever. And even if it is framed, it's a bigger fucking story being talked about how these fucking celebrities don't play by the regular fucking rules. And when these people that go against Andrew Tate or his brother and they do it in a gimmick fucking way and then there's something that helps their fucking case to be seen as fucking innocent... Even though, like, they're being propped up for this fucking storyline, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, look, cancel culture took me away, they try to set me up. And I'm not saying that that doesn't, that doesn't fucking happen. It either exposes that, like, that, you know, that, that people in the industry are feeding with each other, and they have fed, because, again, a lot of these, it wouldn't shock me if Andrew Tate himself is not a fucking fed. But you have to look at the fed situation as, like, how it would play out on television, basically. And I don't fucking personally fucking believe that. But again, it would be more fucking gender war shit to basically add to, you know, why, you know, all these... So, so, so that's why a lot of right-wing people will, will get behind them, even though the right-wing people are doing, like, fascist fucking laws and, you know, trying to take abortion away from women, uh, tr- trying to take away... Um, like, you know, trans lives, erasing them and all that kind of shit. And then people will fall for the fake diversity social, like, the fake diversity, uh, like, push, basically, that's designed to fucking fail nonstop. And, 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 when, and when you see, like, you know, people you know fucking, you know, buying into that, it's like, it's fucking disgusting because it's, like, their way of, in my personal opinion, of them fucking aligning with fucking fascism. While they think it's, like, you know, because everyone would sell their soul to, for cheap. So that, you know what I mean? Like, everyone has a... Like, I, like, I've seen people that used to fucking, you know, talk a big fucking game about not selling out. And yet they're, like, willingly, willing participants in selling out so they can fucking have this fucking, you know, this fucking, you know aesthetic of a nice fucking family or, or you know, a, a nice fucking social, you know, gathering and all that kind of shit while fucking, you know, you organizing fucking in a group chat while, like, posting pictures of me to fucking, you know, uh, to... Like, they're fueled by their blind hatred for me that eventually when I'm not fucking there, they don't have that blind hatred. So then eventually they'll fucking see the faults in themselves, basically, and all falls apart themselves. Even if they have to pretend, you know, not to prove me right, they'll, they'll keep it together, but the longer they try to keep that together, the more that they will eventually fucking get sick of each other. That's the only thing that's sticking them... I, I'm, the, I'm the common bond that keeps... A lot of fucking... Like, people would be... People hate me so much they're willing to align with fucking more fascist-level fucking people. So they can teach me a fucking lesson. But even if you teach me a lesson, I've taken a numerous amounts of fucking L's and embarrassment. See, the reason why a lot of you think that, like, that would fucking, you know, hurt me the most, because a lot of you are afraid to be in fucking embarrassed. If, if, if your uh, true, uh, uh, true intentions and, emotion, and emotions were revealed... You, it would show you that you're that a lot of you are not fucking you know well off as you fucking think you are. Who who knows at this point? So I I can tell with the gender you know people are always trying the gender war shit with that. And another thing, jo, uh, JoJo from Jodeci, you know, and Casey and JoJo. I think JoJo's from, you know, he, I think he is from, uh, from Jodeci, right? From Mama Mistaken. Sometimes, like, I, I forget the supergroups and then the fucking, you know, the, you know, the, the subgroups and all that kind of stuff sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, with the new edition and all that kind of, so, you know, sometimes I forget the fucking, you know, the, like, like, I heard of Belle Biv DeVoe before I heard of New Edition, right? Even though Belle Biv DeVoe is a part of New Edition, whatever. So sometimes it's hard that, but I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right that JoJo and Casey and JoJo are from Jodeci, right? Like, I mean, no one's gonna fucking, you know, 
answer me right now. I'm, I'm waiting for the fucking trolls who are monitoring me as we speak to just chime in and go, yeah, that's true. Or whatever the fuck it is. By the way, Drake was uh, granted uh, per- like permission not to show up for the de- de- deposition, which will add to the conspiracy theories, but then it'll also add to the normies who you know already think that this, this conspiracy is ridiculous, that Drake would be involved. Because it's, you know, it's flat out what happened on the surface. Because people people who take in fandom can't fucking acknowledge that, you know, your favorite fucking artist are, like, feds or they're fucking mafia-affiliated and they do fucking evil fucking things. But people are so beholden to the entertainment, which is going to be our society's fucking downfall. And I, 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 I don't, I don't want to fucking be here to see, to see it. It's already getting worse enough. But I'm sure, like, you know, there's more to it. But it adds to both narratives. You have the market to both narratives. Because then people who don't, be- who don't believe in conspiracies, who are willing to go, oh, my God, maybe these conspiracies were true. They'll go back to going, oh, see, I told you that Drake wasn't involved. How could- Why would Drake be involved? But I don't know that's just to keep the... I don't know if that's to make the fucking situation more of a parody or if there's going to be real information that Drake was fucking involved. Who knows? I mean, this is all I got for the discourse portion. By the way, and, and Conan saying it's a work, like everything that goes on is a work. But then on the surface now, when someone's doing an obvious fucking work, because Conan's smarter than that, right? He, the, the work is now admitting that it's a work, even though like that will be used as an excuse when you get in trouble for doing something, essentially. But most shit is a fucking work. It just now people are catching on to it, so you gotta have once in a while a story where where someone like Conan will be like, "Oh no no, I was just working all of you." Like they'll fully admit that they're trying to work people, but then people won't buy it because they think that they got, it got backlash basically. But that's also like even responding to the backlash is part of the fucking work. Like admitting that it's a work is also now part of the fucking work essentially. Because then people will judge this situation. On its own, and then think that other stuff that they're consuming is 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 like you know hundred percent real. That makes sense. And I'll I'll be back. I'm gonna um. Come back with the recaps, I guess. You know, with Raw and NXT. Okay, this show was a bit of a struggle, Raw, right? There were some decent segments or good performances, but I'm 
just not into a lot of the storylines. Even though I like the main event, uh, that the main event had consequences for it. I'm not liking the storyline of Becky's mania plans not being clear. It's like everyone has to have that storyline every single fucking year. But the main event was basically Bianca beating Bailey and Becky. And if the other two had won, they would have joined the Elimination Chamber, which would then start as a triple threat match, opposed to just a one-on-one, you know. I was actually thinking they could do it, um, but, you know, but uh, they actually let Bianca get a strong win. But I think the main segment people were talking about was another Cody promo, but this time with Sammy. And to actually show the fans... Like, it actually showed that the fans are actually getting... Like, it's in Brooklyn, right? So the most, like, you know, the hardcore fans, especially, were going to get behind the storyline, you know what I mean? Um, and actually let it play out, and, and it, it didn't hijack the crowd for Sammy, whatever. It's like both Sammy and Cody were both over, and giving encouragement to each other, and having um, what Reigns described as on TikTok as a pep rally to hype each other up for a match. But it was a really solid segment. I know Meltzer is trying to, you know, get the narrative out that it has to be Sammy added to the match at Mania. But, you know, you're really undercutting elements of the story because, you know, a lot of funded online accounts need a way to feel they're hijacking it and acting like anyone who likes the story as is. And also helping getting everyone who's involved with the, you know, also getting in, getting people who are involved with the with the storyline for the years of the story. Because, like, you know, there are several people, but people online don't want to go go that way. And it may have meant shit in 2013 or so, but now most people have gone to AW, which is fine. They're satisfied, but you get the negative shills who think, you know, just by default being negative in the ultimate edgy way, edgy thing you can do basically to be done, when they overshoot their, they overshoot their shot when they might actually have... You know, genuine fucking criticisms that maybe that you know that might be fair and all that. So this feels like whatever Sammy is doing for Mania is still gonna be important. Like him and Owens versus Uso is a main event tag match to me, but some people don't see it that way. But that's a huge part of the story. You know what I mean? And another thing, you know, some of these you know anti WWE people online are you know some of them a lot of them are playing fucking characters. So you you gotta be like wary of that too. These have a leg up in in being being a tell it tell it like it is you know type of a person or account online, but then they really have exposed themselves as parodies who still you know go to these shows like they're allowed to be shit disturbers because the system is regressive, and they find a bunch of social climbers online who will prostitute themselves and bend the fucking knee to shitty billionaires so they can become parodies of what human beings are. And this goes for most people these days, you know what I mean? This is why, you know, I'd rather not interact with any anyone, basically. Sometimes it's good to be suppressed and blacklisted because I could have become part of the most soulless-like people who are, you know, who change a persona depending on which billionaire celeb they want to bow down to or whatever fucking industry person they want to fuck since, like, that's, like, you know, sold as as a, as a way to fucking, you know, get by and all that type of shit. Part of me wishes something like I can just drop dead while writing one of these recaps, so I never have to talk about you know politics within wrestling fandom ever again, you know, or fandom for celebrities in general. And we start with the Becky and Bailey segment. I really think this is like a decent promo segment, but it's like still overproduced. And this feud has kind of you know had more downs in the creator than ups. Becky was already in the ring and had Pierce out there. She had to the Brooklyn crowd. She kind of she, they kind of booed Pierce. 
She puts over the victory and gives props to Lita, even though she Becky was being a weirdo last year because they feuded, right? So you need to address that. And she suddenly remembers her aspirations to want to win a championship. So she's been distracted by damage control. She wants to uh, in the chamber, but before she can go on, Bailey comes out. Bailey gives her shit for needing Lita's help. She wants the lost scrub from the record. They argue about who doesn't want to see each other uh, in one more match with Bianca. So, you know, nice way to set it up. So Bianca eventually comes out and basically pitches the match with the stipulation that if she beats two, two, the, the, these two, then neither of them can get in the match. And I was worried that Bianca would have to take another loss, but she actually won in the main event. The other competitors got involved to stop Dakota and Io from interfering, but then the you know, whole, whole brawl broke out with them. It was a decent match, but I'm sick of like any combo of these at three now because they've gone to it for, for so much over the last year between Becky and Bianca. And now like the last few months with like, you know, um, um, Bailey and Bianca. But like, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's like they're good matches, but it's like the creative behind most of them are fucking you know, overproduced, like, you know. I was glad when uh, when Bianca won though, and they did give you some consequences for the match, and then it ended with Becky and Bailey kind of pissed off because they're not now doing the angle of their path not being clear for Mania. You just feel like the same stuff Seth, Seth and Owens did last year, you know. I don't know what exactly will happen now that they're not in the Chamber card. I bet maybe they can have a segment to set up a match at Mania for, uh, at the Chamber Show or at Raw itself. And they could, like, you know, wait, or they could just wait for Raw, but I'm going to bet it's Becky teaming up with Trish and Lita versus Damage Control. But if Shane and Ronda are going for the tag team shit, then they're probably the ones that are getting the shot at E. Unless we're going to do a multi-woman match. Who knows what will happen. Anyways, earlier on, Raquel, Liv, and Natty were t- trying to get on the same page because they're SmackDown women against the Raw women, you know, for the Chamber fucking thing. So they're facing Nikki, Asuka, and Mella, which Team Raw won. Oscar got the submission win. I'm surprised she got it on on Liv. Uh, got Liv with the submission because you would think they would protect Liv a bit more. But whatever, it was an okay match. Melon and Melon Candice uh, had a segment, and Nikki was stalking her, and and Candice kind of like gave her shit for stalking her at the airport, which like I guess it came on the heels of Ray Mysterio, the viral video of Ray Mysterio not wanting to uh, sign more fucking autograph, which has become a fucking gimmick now. You know. But yeah, no, Oscar seems to be the only one who seems to have a chance at the Mania match. You would think so. Maybe Raquel's the one, but I have not really been into what her character has been since coming to the main roster. I was already getting tired of her on NXT by the end of her reign anyways, you know what I mean? One of the matches I was into was Meechin versus Niven. Because Niven has been killing it since being allowed to be Piper Niven. And the way she sold the DDT was fucking insane. It's just too bad they, they wasted so much time with the whole dewdrop thing. But she seems like a very, you know, credible threat that you can do. You could have just done this from the get-go, basically. Instead of watering it down and going, oh, well, now we get, you know. And Meechin, and Meechin has kind of been, like, even the name change for Mia Yim has kind of been empty, you know. Like, so there's no more, like, even, with, even, with, even, when, she, even when she was with OC, she, it felt kind of fucking random. But at least she's, like, having decent matches. But, I mean, who else knows what they're going to fucking do? You know what I mean? I don't blame... I was going to say, maybe she should have gone to AEW. But the thing is, like... She'll at least get TV time more on WWE. Even if the creative for both companies 
are not the fucking best. And I understand she can't just live on, she can't just be with Impact, you know what I mean? Because that's normally, by default, like, I'm not saying they should be considered that. But the reality is that, they, that you know, it's controlled by the bigger companies on some level. It's like a feeder system. You know, ROH has kind of always been a feeder system, whether people want to believe it or not as well. In my personal opinion. Um, so yeah, Judgment Day after the first segment had a promo before the match with the, with the Prophets. Priest goes over being the chamber if, and if the others are, are not, you know, if they're ready for him or not because he's going to win it. Dom keeps injecting more stories about being locked up to equate Priest running the block. Dom makes it seem like Rhea's not here. She's traveling the world doing her, doing, you know, promoting WrestleMania before showing up the chamber. So Balor and Priest beat the Prophets. Donkin was the one who took the loss. I think more losses they're taking and Montez being in the match. It feels like we could get a split soon or some shit. They attacked Prophets after the match. Balor was the one who got the win. It was like Donkin was the only choice. Like you didn't want Balor losing or, or Priest, obviously. And you can't have Ford taking the fucking pin, right? Um, so, you know, um, Edge, Edge, well, I mean, ideally, even though WWE has proven that, you know, someone can get beat even before going into a fucking match, and Edge and Beth made the save, and then Beth almost, uh, you know, well, Edge is brawling around, Beth almost gets Dom, you know, for the, uh, glam slam, but then Rhea does show up, and then beats her down, Edge is brawling elsewhere before making his way back to the ring. And then, and then later on, Edge didn't have, you know, I, and I'm glad that Rhea did show up because that was, you know, because again, you need some hype for that. So I assume that she was going to show up at some point. You know what I mean? She had to show up at the go-home show a little bit. And Edge doesn't have much to say about this later. Like, like, like this match would be a cool match, but the only material from Edge is that the, this has been going on for way too long. It's been going on for a year. And then, you know, and then, of course, they used the Grit Couple moniker again, you know. And then Judgment Day had a promo basically reiterating they're going to destroy them. Dom disses his dad and Edge and Beth by the time passing them by. Priest hypes up his chances of winning the U.S. title. And then Rhea cuts a promo on Charlotte and says that Charlotte is the one who's a level below her. And she'll rise up at Mania, basically. So, I mean, this was good that you got, you know, some, some acknowledgement. I'm sure, like, as the time goes on, there's going to be more, uh, there's going to be more, you know, um, you know, Cheers for, you know, Rhea. And then we have to pretend like, oh my god, can you believe WWE didn't know what they were doing? Because if you're going to hate WWE or the billionaire companies, you have to make it seem like they're dumbed down. They don't, don't know what they're doing, even though they do know what they're doing. That's why another reason why I don't buy the online criticism as being genuine. Because if they really were concerned, they would want to be known how smart the system is. So you don't lessen your fucking threat, but they want you to lessen the threat because they want to be the ones who are the next threat. So you don't want to give away all the game plan away for that shit. Lashley and Brock had a contract signing. Basically, Brock had signed it before, but he brought it out last week. And I'll give them credit for doing something new for, you know, for this where Lashley didn't want to come to the ring, so he had a table set up by the end. I think he did it before. Uh, to ask, he asked for the contract, and the, 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 the whole thing was like, come to the ring, basically. There's a security guy there, and Brock eventually brings the contract to him, beats up the security, and then he runs at Lashley, and Lashley back by, drops him on the fucking floor, and then he, spe- and he spears him, and, and, and uh, I put Lashley still smiling, but Brock is still smiling, even though he's kind of in pain, basically. I don't know if they're going to like close this chapter at the chamber, or if it'll extend to Mania. I kind of wish it would finish in the chamber so he can let Gunther get a big match to defend the title against Brock. 
but I'm sure the Hurt Business will get back together at the Chamber, and they set up a match for Mania, maybe, but who fucking knows. I really thought when this feud started, I would be more hyped for it, since, like, last year, they kind of fucked it up. Plus, the booking with Lashley has been, has been given, when they could have just kept it fucking strong with the Hurt Business intact. We'll see what happens, but it was cool, it'll be, it'll be cool to see this match live, I guess, I don't know. Let me get to the main segment, but there was a, you know, uh, let me get to the main segment, but there was a, Al- but, you know, there was Alpha Academy and uh, Maximum Male Model segment. They were more, uh, um, they were more interested in Otis rather than Gable, and Gable said he's a, he, he's a role, like, like, he, are you a model? Because I'm a role modeler, basically. You know what I mean? And Otis is, it feels like Otis is going back to the Otis of old, and it feels like he's going to go in that direction. I hope that it means that Gable gets someone else as a partner for him to have a legit run, or maybe let's let him have a singles run. Actually, let him elevate up. He's like a good character, but there's like no, there's no up trajectory. You know what I mean? He's always over and all that kind of stuff. So he's better than Shorty G, obviously, but you know whatever. But like you know, I didn't mind Otis as like the bad guy. It just, it just you're it, when the time happened. It was during a time when like. The tag teams were, like, just always facing each other. There's no trajectory for it. So it wasn't that Otis couldn't do this. Because, again, he, he showed more uh, versatile fucking ring work as, like, the, as like you know, the, the, the dominant fucking character that he was, basically. You know, I don't know. You know, this eventually needs more stuff, otherwise it's going to be, you know... You know, it's, it's going to be, you know, nonstop fucking fodder. And speaking of comedy fodder, Chelsea's doing a character still. She sent a complaint letter. This needs more, this eventually has more stuff to it. Otherwise, it's going to be, it's going to be nonstop fodder. You know what I mean? It's like the other stuff. But I'll give her props for having a character. She wants to, like, in the chamber and it gets rejected. She feels threatened and she's going to scream because, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, uh, Pierce is invading her space even though she's invading his. And then Pierce just leaves. Bronson beat Ali. They set up this uh, on Raw Talk last week. It was decent. Ali made him look impressive the way he sold for him. It feels like Dolphin Ali got something going on where Ali keeps saying it should have been him. I'm sure this will, this will all come to a head of the Andre Giant Battle Andre Andre Battle um, Battle Royal. That's going to happen in the pre-show, basically. But Bronson and Montez are probably my pick for the U.S. title because it would be it could be used to elevate other fucking people. Like you know what I mean, like. Like you know, with the you know more than just keeping it on theory, who's gonna have nonstop feuds with Lashley or fucking Seth? Like make the fucking U.S. title scene more interesting. You have guys that you can push to make it more interesting. If you have Montez or Bronson having it, you know, Corb um uh, Corbin's supposed to be interviewed, but they cut to the ring because Sammy showed up unexpectedly. So that you know Corbin didn't get an interview, but it plays in later on. He showed and so she shows up. And says he might not be able to say this after Chamber, so he wanted Cody to come out. And I was kind of glad they did this because even if Sammy is not in the main event and people will complain, why would they? You know, why would they do this? But if but, but if you want to buy into the potential of Sammy winning this, this at least is a good way to make it feel like Sammy could possibly win. You know what I mean? And Cody cut a good promo to encourage him, and Sammy gave his insight on Reigns being on another level since he's been in the strategy session, etc. And for the first time, you know. The whole, like, what do you want to talk about actually fit the promo because it was directed at someone who had something to talk about. Sammy puts over the promo from last week. One thing that stuck in his mind about Cody looking more every day that he's going to face him and Sammy wanted to hear from his mouth dead in his eyes with, with that lip service or did Cody believe he can uh, you know, beat Reigns? Cody says his bandwidth is dedicated to what he's been saying about winning in, uh, the Undisputed WWE Championship. 
Universal Championship. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have time to BS. When he said Sammy can beat Reigns, he meant it. And when he said that Sammy will most likely be his WrestleMania opponent, he believed it. The crowd chants, you know, this is awesome because he's putting him over huge. Cody says respectfully, he doesn't think that this. Um, he doesn't think that this is about. Um, he doesn't think this is what it's about right now. Does it really matter what he believed? Does Sammy really believe that he can beat Roman Reigns? And the crowd starts to do the Ole chant. Sammy doesn't know. He goes over Cody not seeing what he's seen. He's been in the trenches with the bloodline. The God mode thing is just isn't it just a catchphrase. He's operating on another level not seen before. Sammy has seen bigger and stronger people than him walk into a match with Reigns. Um, fully believed that they could beat him, but only to go down. He's supposed to believe that after 900 days that he could be the one to take out Reigns. He thinks he's capable of beating him. But in becoming the champion, yeah, he can believe that. But if he can main event Mania, he has to believe that, that with every fiber is being or no one else will. But if you want to talk about Montreal and be beating Reigns there, he doesn't know. There's, there's a bunch of you-can-do-it chance. Cody asked Sam if he really doesn't know because everyone else does. Cody hasn't been with Reigns, but watched him... Uh, has washed up and everyone's fallen, but there's a dissension amongst the bloodline because of Sammy. There are cracks in the armor because of him. See, I, I like I like that portion of, like, like even though Sammy's not might, might not be in the main, main main event, he's responsible for the trajectory of the fucking bloodline falling. You know what I mean? But people don't like look at the like the kayfabe accomplishments because they're more busy fucking being, you know. Online fucking critics most of the time because we want to buy into a fucking online narratives of you know how it's supposed to go. The idea of the greatest champion of the generation could be dethroned is becoming a reality because Sammy, and then there's more chance for him. Cody said the Reigns could be in God mode, but they're just he's just a man. And on Saturday, Sammy can find out for himself. And Cody punched his ticket, and Cole said Cole said that you know Cody needs to finish his story. And, and he will, but Sammy needs to finish his story. And this is motivating Sammy. Cody said he doesn't want to see him until, you know, after um, see him on Raw when he wins the title. He wants to see he, he wants to see him at Mania, basically. This is incredible. Cody came off like one of the best baby faces. The hometown hero needed to pep talk before his match because there's two, cause these, these two are the key in taking down Reigns. And this is a good go-home promo. Who knows if Sammy will cut one on SmackDown, but... I was glad they let this happen, you know, here. And people think it's brave for WWE to do that. But it's obvious people want to be invested into the storyline, even if on surface. According to the internet, the storyline's fucked up. Like, the part of the storyline, the shills can't decide between um, playing against AEW to prop up CM Punk or they want to serve AEW and discredit the story because people are into it. Because the only lazy booking people have online is, you know... Like, you know, wanting wrestlers to be signed so they can complain about them not being used or or facilitate Punk's ego. You know what I mean? Same ones who gassed up the worst booking before he left. But their booking genius is getting a bunch of wrestlers complaining on podcasts and revealing other people got into arguments backstage. So when it opens it up for Punk to fucking come back. That's why they watered down the creative for Punk to come back so they can act like they accomplished something. But this, is a, but this is a really solid fucking promo. Cody was awesome here. So was Sammy. And now this is where people think the only options for Sammy to main event Mania this year when there are other elements of the story that, you know, that, that shitheads don't want to see. Again, like, you know, the, the, the only on-surface narrative was Winch Control. So basically boast about how the storyline's falling apart. Even if it's by design, since WWE always has to do that. But, story, but, but the, the storylines... And the shit online are basically canon to the show, whether you want to believe it or not, in my personal opinion. It's always kind of been. That's why, you know, a lot of accounts love to limit the narratives. 
because they need the image of being more centered and they're literally paid to be shit disturbers online, essentially. Like, it, it, it could be, they, they could be in a foregone collusion and Cody's facing Reigns, right? But, but in storyline, they put effort into making you think that Sammy and Cody could happen, too. Again, if Sammy ends up in the main event, I won't be mad about that, you know what I mean? But if you think, like, if, if you don't think the Usos part is not, like, if you, if you don't think that's important, then you really don't know the overall storyline. And, of course, on the surface, WWE doesn't have a plan for anything out, but it doesn't have a plan for anything. Because it's, it's, it's always, the only saving grace is for people to keep their limited hate going toward the company is when you think that, oh, look, uh, I'm going to like the storyline because WWE didn't want this to happen. That's the only way they can enjoy it. Otherwise, they'll be admitting that they fucking, you know, love the storyline. But there's any more exciting for Sammy's journey and Cody's journey. They could always make him a heel down the line if they wanted, you know what I mean? Uh, Corbin was pissed about being disrespected in his interview time, being cut short. He does. He, he goes over not uh, needing JBL. I wish he had said this shit to JBL instead of begging for begging for forgiveness and letting him get buried. And now he's talking all the smack. But then he brings up the last person who beat Reigns with him and how Sammy doesn't stand a chance and he hopes Reigns destroys him in front of his family and friends. And Coy doesn't stand a chance. He would have been the one to face Reigns if he wasn't screwed over at the Rumble like Brock. He makes fun of his dad and um, brother and uh, you know, and, he, and he's busting about his daughter, and then Cody's behind him hearing all this. He attacks Corbin and asks for the ref to come to the ring. They brawl around the uh, arena and in the ringside area. Cody's in his dress pants. You know, he eventually wins the match, basically. This is a typical trope to start a match, but it's weird that they, they did this with Cody because he has been pretty good about not doing random, seg like, random segments to do impromptu matches right at the very, very fucking random spot, basically. But this is not that bad, you know what I mean? But Corbin's a decent talent, but they constantly have him fucked up by the internet. He's someone I would love to see outside a WWE setting, in my personal opinion. So I like the segment. I actually like the, uh, you know, uh, the segment with uh, Miz and Seth. Seth is wearing these balloon boots, like something out of Super Mario World, basically. If they did Super Mario on Broadway, you know what I mean? But I, I didn't expect much, but it got serious and Miz was good, but it's too bad as, like, as good as... He can be to get under the baby face's skin and shitting on the crowd. He doesn't politic for better booking. You know what I mean? He likes being a good hand, basically. He might not be the best in the ring, but he has the ability to do the best he can with what he's given. He's always used as fodder to brag about main eventing WrestleMania. You know what I mean? It's always a smart thing. After singing his, uh, after singing the theme song, you know, the, the for the crowd, basically. Uh, Seth Rollins' theme song. Miz gets annoyed and asks if they're done because he only has 10 minutes. They go over the they go over the boots for a bit. Not important, really. Seth is, keeps dodging questions about Logan Paul. I'll give Miz credit. Like This time, the talk show host should be pushing the issue, especially if you are a heel. Seth gets the crowd to sing his song again. Miz said if you want to hear good singers, he would listen to Taylor Swift, and they mentioned he got tickets, and they didn't. The good call back to, like, you know, internet controversy. Miz says the fans don't know what they want, but Logan calls Seth the clown, and now Seth has the boots to, mat to match it. Or as I put here, to watch it. Uh, Seth keeps avoiding the question by not wanting to address him. This goes on for a bit. I was going to get bored, but eventually Seth did do a decent promo why he doesn't like Logan, which made the segment come off a bit better, but they could, sp they could have sped this up. This is why I don't fuck with promos in this company a lot, because by the time it gets to the best part, you're already sucked out all the energy already. Miz talks about how Seth's mom probably disappointed that Seth was eliminated by Logan. Because Seth said that, you know, if, if I had nothing nice to say, my mom said, if I had nothing nice to say, don't say at all, whatever, that shtick, whatever. Seth then tells him to shut up, and then, you know, and, he's, and then uh, 
Since he always wanted to main event WrestleMania, it's been a dream. I thought he technically did when he won the WWE Championship when he cashed in, but, you know. like Which is a, probably a better than most people's WrestleMania main events, essentially. Seth says everyone else uh, loves the, the, the main event aspirations, even Miz. They know how important it is, but Logan doesn't care. Says he's selfish and only cares about lining his pockets. All he cares about is line, you know, um, lining his pockets and getting famous. He doesn't deserve to have his name spoken in the ring. All Logan Paul wants is attention, but what he needs is to have his teeth kicked in. Miz says, sounds like Seth's a little jealous. Seth says, we know how stupid Miz is, but he's not that stupid. He goes, he's not jealous. Miz says, he's, he's not, this goes on for a bang, not stupid. Seth asks Brooklyn if Miz is stupid. The entire dialogue here is kind of fucking stupid in general. Miz shouts that he's not stupid. They're the, they're, both of them are the only two Grand Slam, two, two-time Grand Slam champions in this company. But Miz is the only one that headlined WrestleMania. Miz has lived Seth's dream. Something Seth may, may never get because of Logan Paul. And then Seth fucking decks Miz, hits him with a chair. Austin Theory at 10 attacks. Then when Seth, when he pulls Seth out of the ring. <coughs> Seth takes care of him. Miz tries to attack again. And then Seth avoids a Miz finish. Of course, I need this visual of Seth's curve stopping Miz with the balloon boots. Then Theory gets Seth with the A-Town down. This was like a fine segment. It picked up toward the end. Miz was good. And even even though he's, he ends up being fodder. Like, he after this match, he was still in the ring. He was still, like, knocked out. And he lost to Boogs after this segment when he was on 100%. So, and, and before the match, Elias gave Boogs encouragement about doing the collab. Maybe a tag team. I mean, maybe they'll do a tag team or a few with them. You know, could be entertaining in WWE way. Where you won't look forward to it, but once they do some funny shit, the people will feel guilty for laughing at something that they should fucking, you know, hate on paper, basically. Anyway, a decent show. I'm glad I didn't watch this shit live because some segments really take me out of it. Um... Uh, hold on. Hold on one second. I, I got a... I, I didn't send the NXT fucking recap. Hold on one second. Okay, so I got the NXT recap. So I'll go over this quickly. Uh, Bait beat Waller. It was a good match. And Waller later on tried to co- confront HBK again. Matt Bloom kicked him out of the building. And I like how NXT has things going on for social media that they want, that, that, that they then go to during the show by showing the video and the tweet, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you know, it's like you're letting it play on social media. That's pretty fucking cool. I think that's one of the more cooler elements that they do. So then Waller filmed himself by getting escorted out. I bet since wrestling is random, I bet, you know, maybe HBK comes out of retirement to face Waller or someone, so then who, or someone that represents Sean will, you know, will probably face him, but it gives you the impression that HBK will come out of retirement. You know what I mean? And people will complain, oh, was Waller really the, 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 the guy that you really wanted to use him for, basically? You know what I mean? Maybe one of those discourse things. Jensen and Briggs are doing the comedy routine of Jensen never kissing a girl, and Briggs tells them to do the 90-10 motto when kissing, basically, like, who's going to be doing the more 90% and the 10%, basically. And Fallon walks in and wonders what's going on. Jensen excited about the dinner with Kiana. And Fallon, Fallon wants to tell him about, you know, the, 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 the guy, Zach, that she heard talk, that she, that Kiana was talking about. Then we see photos of, their, of Kiana and Jensen's date during the show for the social media as it was going on. 
And then Fallon tells Briggs that she has to go tell Jensen what is up. And then they they show up at at at, at Kiana and Jensen's door, like Kiana's door, when she, the date's closed and they're about to kiss. Fallon interrupts about you know the guy. She t- interrupts and tells about the guy she was talking to named Zach, saying that she loves him. And then Kiana cops to it and says, "Yeah, it's revealed that Zach is her brother." Who opens the door to reveal? Oh, I'm glad you're home to reveal that to see you know that she's she's coming home in one piece. Sitcom one hundred and one. Maybe they go the friends route where you know we know when Rachel found out that the guy in the building had a sister, and then it ended up that like you know he, the love interest had like another girl that he was seen with, and it ended up being her sister, and then it ended up that the sister and her um the sister and her love interest the guy in the building were fucking each other basically. So maybe like that will be another fucking part of the storyline since they want to go complete attitude era in the, in the most low brow way possible. But Kiana was hurt that Fallon still doesn't trust her, so it was clearly obvious she'll do something in the future. But this made Fallon look like an asshole, basically. Um, but if you've seen the, if you've seen any, if you see the, if you see this in the sitcom once, you've seen it all, basically. Apollo had a promo for Dabakato. It was brief, but Apollo was fired up for it. So I'm looking forward to what he can do with it, since you know Dabakato was, you know, you know he looked good in his, la- his last match. So maybe they'll actually come up with something really fucking good in here, you know. I was hoping Apollo would, you know, see visions of the future name that Davakato will have, you know, after this fucking program has fizzled out or anything like that. Hopefully it works out, though, you know what I mean? JC Jane cut an overproduced promo, but she managed to make it feel like a bit better because even if she's not the best on the mic, but the de- declaration of how good she is and how people are talking about her and how she's on her own, the video packet they did for the breakup was really good as well. So I'm glad that JC Jane is at least getting better. And again, the premise that Gigi is a Janetti. Which is always like, you know, I always feel bad for Janetti in some way, but she kept screaming that she's, it's always been her, basically. I felt like, uh, I felt like this, um, like, this is probably one of the standout promo where someone breaks up with someone, uh, with someone else to then define who they are and define that they're the ones that are going to be pushed, basically. But this is probably JC Jane's best promo to date, you know what I mean? And she's still, like, you know, she still needs to work, you know, a little bit. But the thing is, it's not solely on her that I blame. It's like, you know, it's how the WWE fucking overproduces your fucking, you know, your promo. But I thought she, she was decent here. I'm actually looking forward to what she can do on her own, though. We'll see. It feels Indy's going to be the first person to feel her wrath, though, because Indy actually cut a promo on her to basically say she's wrong about being the, on the top of the food chain. But she also didn't give a shit about Gigi's head getting caved in. I mean, in real life, it's because someone who's people who are awful try to get try to get get try to you know, try to get each other. Does that mean that everyone who's good is gonna feel sorry right away for people who have acted horrible in the past? Basically, so I did like that element to some extent. I think Indy could just go on the main roster because she cuts decent promos, but there doesn't seem to it doesn't seem like there's intention to push her basically she seems like someone who's just like the NXT veteran basically who then puts over younger fucking people basically. They did a good good vignette on Saul Ruka for to get some character work done and put over her finisher. See, I'm not saying the creative is 100% the best, but at least I know about the females on this brand. I know their mission statement, you know? Like, Tiffany and Thea are not the greatest workers, but they have characters where you're invested a bit more into their match, you know what I mean? Like, Tiffany was fine, but there were some rough spots in this match. Chase Yu was with uh, Thea, but Thea was still selling the effects of being tormented. And then different schism members were in different parts of the crowd to scare her, basically, but Tiffany won. So, okay, but Thea kind of reminds me of that, you know, that Twitch streamer. Like, the way she kind of looks, she kind of reminds me of Ravana a little bit. You know, I don't know if she's secretly listening, because I, I know me and her have interactions time to time, whatever, you know what I mean? But, uh, 
You know, maybe she secretly listens, but she kind of looks like Rivana a little bit. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, Javi wanted Tatum to be his Valentine. She rejects him. He asks Ivy, and then and right there, then she accepts and then puts him in a fucking you know in a, in a submission hold. And then some of the speakers were talking. I think with Alba and uh, and uh, Isla basically, which made them leave the scene. Javi should have had a segment with Mackenzie. You know what I mean? They probably would have been a lot better. Cause you got, I think the the Javi and Mackenzie thing, you know, like they they could have a kayfabe like talk show basically, you know, but I I shouldn't pitch that because then they'll overdo it. Axiom and Kemp was one of my favorite matches on the show. You should just fast track Kemp to have him team with Gable or some shit. But Axiom won. It was a good match though. Maybe Kemp joined the new stable of Dempsey and Gulak. Gulak, you know, gave Hank his boots because Hank didn't have. He left his left his left his at home. My stuttering is horrible today, and uh, he, he forgot them. But then when the match happened, Dempsey won. He didn't let go of the submission, and Gulak didn't help. And then he kind of stopped himself, and then Dempsey confronts him, and then they leave together, basically. So maybe they, they even get Kemp to be part of this. But at least we get a vision of where this will go. Maybe this will be Regal's BCC and NXT, basically. Braun had a moment for a promo, and then he Jinder confronted him with Indus Share Because it's NXT, people won't care, but this is happening. But Jinder is a character, and having Indus Share looking the way they look now, it really makes the, it's really making this presentation seem better. And they'll set, set, up a, they set up a match for next week. And Ginger was giving Braun heads up about people turning on him. And there was some, like, you know, just like an expert advice to another champion, basically. There were some people turning on Braun, Braun during the promo. But it felt like, you know, it was obvious plants in this case. Even though it's always been plants, no matter what. Braun did call his new group the, you know, Braun did call Ginger's uh, uh, new group the new 3MB and all that. It didn't get as much of a reaction as he thought it was going to be. I, th- I think, you know, uh, Eric Bischoff mentioning scissors got more of a fucking, you know, pop, you know. But I, I want to see if Jinder can actually work a good match because for so long he's been used as a discourse wrestler because the booking has been sh- shifting behind the fucking scenes. But this is tolerable. If they actually put this kind of work toward the initial run, maybe people wouldn't have to fuck, you know, wouldn't have fucking hated it, basically, you know? Um... But it was designed for diversity and wokeness to go wrong, basically. You know what I mean? Because they always need those situations to make it seem like it's not a good idea. Tony and Stack went to answer the open challenge for Wes, but then Tony was getting choked out by Stax in the, in the entrance. And Stax still had a chance to go to the ring, but he opted, like, he was, like, thinking about it, but he opted, he opted to save his buddy, which will probably be his way of turning on against Tony down the line or something. But Vaughn answered, and then he lost. It was a pretty decent match. And afterwards, Robert Stone is, like, you know, telling him he, he lost because he doesn't have a connection to the crowd or him. And he repeats a Jerry Maguire line, let me help me help you, basically. So who knows what will happen. If Stone can make this work, I'll give him credit. You know, I wish managers had good value other than being a talking head or a fodder, you know, fodder for bumps, basically. Gallus and Pretty Deadly, um... Had a segment in the pool hall. They said if they were, if, they, if they beat them in a, at pool, they can get a shot. But pretty deadly got beat and had to cover the the bar tab, and they're still giving the title shots. You know what I mean? Without Joe Coffee, this act does not feel as complete. But we get um. But can we get other teams to face like you know other teams for people to go you know, face like, face off? Because pretty deadly have been given multiple times to face off for the titles already. If not, if you don't like nothing else to do, then just, then just make them go to the main roster. At least like on the main roster, they'll like add more character work over there. At least they'll fit in over there. Ilya Dragunov was doing a promo about what JD did to him four months ago. 
and then the screen shows Trick in the ring, and, they, and the, 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 this part was dope because you thought it was like, I thought it was a recap, and they, they transitioned to a live shot pretty well. And he was calling it, he was like on another level in this promo. He was calling it Ilya, Ilya for knocking him out. He was dropping like a mixtape. He was talking a bunch of shit. This was the most main event level talent trick show with, with his personality. Even if he's not there 100% in the ring, right? But this was, but this was a good segment. JD comes out um, to, when they're confronting each other to talk, uh, to talk shit. And then eventually Trick lays out Ilya. And then Trick was hyped up when he met Mello later on. And Mello was warning him against Ilya because he woke up the dragon. But Trick was hyping himself up way more. Which in kayfabe you should do. But this feels like if Trick doesn't get a big win or some shit. And Mello does with the title. when Then you could eventually lean more into Trick turning on Mello when, uh, when they have Mello as a face. Like, because it felt like the most, like, like, for the first time in a while, it was like Trick was actually advocating for himself and hyping himself up. When he normally advocates for Mellow most of the fucking time. So that's what fucking stood out the most about it. I think this was, like, one of Trick's better performances on the, on the microphone, essentially, you know? Um, then the, there was a Kata, Katana, um, Miko, and Roxy segment backstage. It was kind of brief. Uh, the the match was pretty good. Miko and Roxy won, and when they beat Kaden, Kaden Katana in the backstage segment, Kaden Katana seems sorry for mouthing off to Roxy because I think Miko's there who's a threat. But Miko then after the match challenges Roxy for the title since she did her a favor, and then Roxy accepts. I thought she was gonna turn heel on her right there, but they just had a, a mutual fucking face off. So the match will probably be very dope for stand and deliver. I'll say I'll say I'll, I'll, it'll, it'll say a lot of Miko is willing to take a pin from Roxy, maybe, but she didn't want to take a pin from Mandy. That's why they had to do a triple threat for the fucking title when they do the unification thing. But this was a decent, you know, this was a decent uh, show, basically, you know. Nothing too fucking bad. Anyways, I'm going to fucking go, um... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave and, uh... Get the shit going. Got to watch Dynamite. I don't know why. I think I'm going to try my best to not do big fucking notes for Dynamite. Because if, if, if AEW is becoming a discourse company now, I really don't want to fucking put the most fucking effort into shit. When, like, a lot of, like, you know, the creative things that I, I try to advocate for, for helping the performers and all that, it gets shot down because, like, you know, the online shows hate me. And then we, we got our own little imaginary war going on and all that kind of shit. So then, what's it called? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no point. So, you know what I mean? If they want to be the ones to take the fucking ideas... If they want to be the ones that take the, you know, give the, you know, the, the idea so they can fulfill their fucking fantasy punk shit, basically, then I, so, so fucking be it, you know what I mean? Like, I try not to get involved, I try not try to get involved with that, but then I get sucked into it somehow, you know what I mean? There's always some discourse that just annoys the living shit out of me, when I don't even want to fucking comment, but then I do. So obviously I do fucking care, but I don't want to care.
And make out a smile though I wear a frown And I'm not gonna take it all right now Cause once I get started, I go to town Cause I'm not like everybody else Everybody else 